Wright and Spike Cohen. Oh. Good <laughs> uh, <laughs> morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike, the ideal man, Cohen. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. I'm trying to figure out the Jewish angle there, but I guess just... There is no Jewish angle. Yeah, no. That's what I get for five somebody years. Somebody told me that now. you... Yes. The ideal man. The, the ideal yeah, man. Uh, somebody told me that you went on a seven-minute rant about being the ideal man once. I regularly go on seven-minute rants about how I'm the <laughs> ideal man, and we can get into that later if you want. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Ideal Man and Matt Show. Five years in, folks. This is incredible that we are this far in, and we're just getting started. This is We're going to be in this for like 50 or 60 years, so just you know, get, get settled in. Because this isn't ending anytime soon. This is, of course, a Muddy Waters Media production. Check us out everywhere. All social media platforms. All uh, podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow us, like us, subscribe to us. Whatever way you can continue to be a part of the thing that you are watching or listening us to on, do that thing. And if you're on social media, like, comment, uh, share, uh, like other people's comments, comment on other people's comments, and tell people to like your comment, and then like their comment and thank them for liking your comment. And if you do subscribe on YouTube, don't just subscribe, hit the little bell next to it because we want your phone to explode with notifications every single time Muddy Waters Media goes live. Matt, give the gift of Muddy Waters today. Kids love it. Happy Hanukkah. It's over, but happy Hanukkah. Matt? It's over. Happy Hanukkah. It is. I had so many. I had so many latkes. I don't want to. I, I, so many latkes. You had to be a Gentile for the first like <laughs> thirty-eight years of your life, or something like that, and now suddenly you're just chewing it up, and I can't even eat this stuff anymore. Oh, I had I had brisket. I had safgano. I had latkes. I had kugel. I had matzo ball soup. It was wonderful. This is the worst kind of injustice. The kind that even <laughs> remotely affects me. First and foremost, let me thank the wonderful people at Knock em All at Home for the cava I am drinking today. Yes, and allow me to thank Le Bleu for this delicious kosher. I don't even it's water. I'm so bitter about this, <laughs> especially like that's the worst part. Boulevanaka. <laughs> That's what makes me the most I actually, upset. I made the safganyo. I fried it. I put the jelly in it. Yeah. yeah. I also I made the kugel as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a I way mean, with to a make lot of instruction. That, com- that comply with my diet. Like, there is a way to do that. You know, I just want to say that. So are you saying that you want me to do that? Yes, I would. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I wasn't trying to be uh, coy there. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, that's what I was trying to say. But anyway, whatever. I don't, I don't even care anymore. I don't even care. I don't care. Let me tell you something <laughs> about this show, folks. This show and this episode are brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. Uh, if, uh, gosh, the, what are we, man, I'm just completely really bitter about this stuff, Kanye. Uh, the, so, uh, we're the, it's the second largest and the fastest growing caucus in the Libertarian Party. And I don't even care right now, honestly. I don't care about any of this. 
None of this matters. But if you care about it, then that's great. Good for you. Uh, if you go to the Facebook group Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, you can become a member. And if you want to become an official voting member, which means nothing because we don't vote on anything, then you can. And we actually don't actually do anything but have fun in there. But if you want to have some sweet Waffle House Caucus swag, go on over to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash store and pick up some Waffle House caucus gear the gravy king joe Soloski is running for governor of pennsylvania joe Soloski is the key to pennsylvania's success and if you'd like to help him become the first libertarian governor ever go to joesoloski.com that's g-o-e-s-o-l-o-s-k-i dot com jack casey what can we say about jack casey that we haven't already seen. Thomas Queter. No. The so I mean <laughs> So Jack Casey has written not one, not two, not five, and not even four, but actually three books. And you're looking at them right here. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, then you're not looking well, I don't know what you're looking at. I hope you're okay though. Uh but the uh the books that he has written are called The Royal Green, In Silver Throned, and Crowned in it by Gold. And uh, they are part of the Royal Green series by Jack Casey, who I am told is definitely not a cult leader and who is selling these books. Uh, If you go to theroyalgreen.com, you can buy these books. Uh, I am told that they're good. Now, are they good? We don't know. And we never will because we don't read books that we sell because if they're bad then we feel bad about selling them to you. And if they're good, then we feel bad about making fun of them. So it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. So we might as well don't. Thomas Queter is uh, running for state Senate. Uh, He wants to represent the 52nd district in New York state. Thomas Queter says, I run better than Albany, which he finds hilarious because he's crippled and in a wheelchair. And that's very funny to him, and he actually pays us to say that. It's right, see, right there on the, on the graphic there. Uh, if uh, Tom's actually an incredible guy, I've spent a lot of time with him. He is one of the best warriors for freedom that this movement has. He does hard work every day to get the message out there. He does advocacy for those who also have um, disabilities and special needs who aren't able to advocate for themselves. He is just a, a salt-of-the-earth type of guy his district could not do any better than to have him as their state senator. And if you want to help him become the first crippled libertarian elected official, I don't know if that's true. I I don't actually know if that's a stat, but the first one I know of, uh, then go to tomfor52.com, T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2 dot com. Defy the power in stitches and glitches. Sell the greatest and finest tumblers in existence. They keep your colds cold, for essentially ever. They keep your warms warm, also essentially forever. Uh, They are the highest quality, and we both have many of them. We've auctioned off many of them because they're such high quality. And if you go to stitchesandglitches.com or defythepower.com, you can buy them, and they have free customization, which is literally insane. They, They don't... You could just buy a plain tumbler or buy one with all sorts of craziness craziness added to it, and they don't charge you anything extra for that. And that is freaking maddening. That's nuts. Also, they sell a kit that allows you to make it into a water pipe. Not a bong, 
but a water pipe. Because a, a bong pipe. is illegal in several states. Then they don't sell things that are illegal. It's a water pipe. Defythepower.com and stitchesandglitches.com. Finally, <laughs> mud water, the most appropriately named cup. Well, I guess, well we're, we're still technically doing a mud water segment, right? Ish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, folks, if you just watched all of this and you said, you know what? I'm sick of both of you. I want five fewer years of you. I want this to have never happened. In fact, I'm going to sue you. Well, you better damn well not be in Florida, pal, because we're going to destroy you with personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. And you can too, not us, but someone else. You can destroy someone else in a civil court of law and get just stupid stacks of money to just throw around at strippers and your friends and whatever you want to do. You really, there's no limit to the ways you can throw money at people. Not even because you want them to have it, but just to show your disregard for both them and the sheer amount of money that you have, courtesy of Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, by going to chrisreynoldslaw.com. Matt? I totally forgot I was going to call you Alex Junes. <laughs> that totally forgot. It's because it's I'm doing the thing now. Yeah, They're putting stuff in your water. Yep. <laughs> and it looks like that behind me. It really does. <laughs> You're turning the frogs gay. Oh my gosh. I will eat your ass. <laughs> that was the, the thing. He says he's going to eat their ass. So, yeah. uh... I can smell the sulfur from here. Demonoids are taking your children to Mars. Was that real? Like, was he really saying that, or was that like a joke? I I I don't know. <laughs> he's been like I mean, so I, good. Like he 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 has been so good on certain aspects where he's just like he says something, and you're like, "This is insane." And then it's like later, it's like, "All right, well, it wasn't wrong." But then he has those. Yeah. And I don't know where the, the I don't know where the parody is and where it isn't. I don't either. I don't know. And everyone's like, well, he said in court he's faking it. Well, what would he say? Yeah, this is really me. I'm nuts. Take everything from me. I never want to see my kids again. Like, of course he's gonna say it's a parody. Like, you know. Uh it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of which, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but today is a very special day. Well, this week is a very special week. It's actually not today. It was two days ago. Two days ago right. was the five-year anniversary, which we're celebrating today because two days ago was Sunday. Uh, the five-year anniversary of the Muddy Waters of Freedom and Muddied Waters Media. And that is... I don't have a word for that. I, I, I will say that... <laughs> When I started Muddied Waters of Freedom, yes, which later grew into Muddied Waters Media, I did not expect to be doing this five years later. I wasn't sure if I'd be doing it six months later. Yeah, but here we are. It's five. It is five years later. It is five years. It's five years later. later. Five years later. Five years later, and. Uh, so many, so many great memories that uh, over the last five years. But I think most importantly, what we need to recognize is that also this week, two years ago, 
Muddied Waters Media got an official mascot. Oh, the narwhal. The narwhal. The narwhal became the official mascot. That was two years ago on the anniversary show where we had a conversation about the proper way to have intercourse with a narwhal. Oh, God, yeah. And then that's why Matt got me the narwhal. Right. Matt Hicks. And we were talking. Matt Hicks. And by the way, it wasn't the, I wouldn't call it proper way. Because I'm not sure there is a truly proper way for a man to have, or a woman, to have sex with a narwhal. But there's, in fact, I dare say there isn't. I think if it's a woman, there's really only one way. Folks, it was a great five years. I'm glad that we were able to end it in front of everyone right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, it was more the only way. And what we were, de- well, yeah, what we were debating was. I like. That I have to take off. Yeah, no, I know yours is, but you don't want to disrespect him while he's wearing his kippa. Right. Was whether this counts as behind or on top of. Oh, yeah, the the, the blowhole, yeah. (laughs) Right. That was where the debate came in, was whether it's behind or on top of. What did I say? You said on top of. I would still say that. I I still say it's behind. It's back into the the right. Is <laughs> what it is. Back into um, the left. Back, yeah, back into, into the, the left. left. So now that we back have probably no. Oh no, people are still listening. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> people are. So I mean, people are still. Into people this. love. People love narwhals. Well, folks, it's. It's going downhill from here. So we're actually, we're going to do something fun, though. Uh, We decided as we were about to go live, we're going to auction off something that we didn't know still existed. I thought they had all already been sold off uh, back during the campaign. And it turns out that I have a a couple left in the, in the, uh, in in the, when I was clearing out stuff that had been piling up all year, I uh, cleared it out and it turns out, oh, you have one too? We have a Libertarian Party dad bod calendar. Mine's yeah, but yours has like a, no, I mean, they're out there, but yours already has like a message for you in it. So yeah. we have a Libertarian Party dad bod calendar in it, and we are auctioning this off. And the way our auctions work, if you've never done a Muddy Waters Media auction before, uh, we just start <laughs> the bidding in the comments. And uh, we're going to start the bidding at $35. And just to show you, we'll be kind of showing you different uh, people that are on it throughout the uh, the evening. And uh, But you need to know, Mr. April, and I picked April because that's my wife's birthday. Mr. April is a guy you may have heard of before, Spike Cohen. And he is... You know uh, why I thought you picked April? Why? Because it was 420. Oh, huh. No, no, it was because it was my wife's birthday. 
And um, I think someone had already picked who, who's June. I think someone had already picked June, which is my birthday. No, it wasn't because uh, Tyler Smith picked June, and I don't I I don't think I ever wanted I wanted April because it was Tasha's birthday, and I was like, hey, yeah, you know, because this is what she wanted, you know, to have her. She took these photos, by the way. I just want to say that like people have looked at this and been like, I can't believe she... your wife. She took these photos. I didn't know that. Now she didn't know I was going to make a collage out of it, but but I couldn't just pick one of these. Look at it, like this is incredible. I remember so, you you sent you sent me so many of those photos from that shoot, yes. and I had one. <laughs> I had one as my lock screen for like a year, and people were like, "Why do you have Spike half naked as your lock screen?" Mind, like, mind your business. I never want why. him to. I never wanted you to forget that you sent it. <laughs> it's my it, because mine. It, it's because it's none of your business, first of all, and because we're we're partners. Um, so uh, right now we are at uh, we have we have some confusion because uh, on Facebook the top bid is sixty nine dollars and sixty nine cents by a uh, nice yes I know uh, by. <laughs> by Nullick Trump, Eskimo Libertarian, but she's been beaten out by 31 cents by T. Marie Liberty over on Twitch, who has bid um, 70. Uh, $70. Um, uh, Sheila Foster says, uh, OMG, no wonder my son loved y'all so much. He had the humor of a 12-year-old, too. <laughs> she, asked, <laughs> does, does, she said, does the calendar... Uh, show anyone having sex with the fat unicorn fish? It is not. I promise you, um, unless you <laughs> want that. <laughs> unless, unless that's, that's, that's going to require so much more money. I'm going to need a completely different sharpie to do that. But, um, <laughs> but no. As of now, as of now, no. A Sophia Bryant says, "Does the calendar have dad jokes?" It is a. It's basically nothing but dad jokes. Like this is just. It's nothing but dad jokes. So I'll show the first month, and then we'll just kind of go from there throughout the. But so currently, the high bid is seventy dollars by T Marie Liberty. Um, we start off right with John Phillips Senior, uh, who is e- running for lieutenant governor of <laughs> Illinois right now. Junior. Yeah, Phillips Junior. <laughs> Oh, Junior. John Phillips Jr. Literally. Wait, I thought he's John. Hold on. Well, according to this, he is John Phillips Jr. I think he's John Phillips Sr. Are you telling me that South Carolina was wrong about something? Are you telling? Yeah, exactly. John (laughs) Phillips. Oh, now it just says John Phillips. Oh, yeah, now, I was going to say, that's just John Phillips now. We'll, ne- we'll never know. We'll never know. But anyway, yeah, John, John Phillips, of, of the possibly first or second of his name, uh, he was uh, the guy I originally wanted to be the vice presidential nominee for the Libertarian Party um, until <laughs> I got into the race. And then I still figured he'd get it. So then he dropped out and endorsed me. That was when I realized, uh-oh. Something might be about to happen. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're at $70 is the top bid right now. Uh, we'll get back to that later. 
But uh, yeah, so we'll be bidding on that throughout the the, uh, the night, and I'll I'll occasionally go back to it and show the different months. And the cool thing, uh, do we accept Bitcoin? Yes, uh, we yes, yes, yes. I don't know how, but sure. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yes, we will take exactly one Bitcoin from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be in full, full. You have Bitcoin to do it value. in in. Five in, in, in singular in bitcoins. One, one bitcoin increments we accept. Um, so right. uh, okay, so we are going to get started with the. I got so much stuff here. The mud water coffee alternative, mushroom coffee replacement cacao rapid fire segment brought to you by mud water coffee alternative if you woke up today and said spike matt happy fifth anniversary please get out of my bed but hey while you're here i'd like to let you know that i don't want to drink coffee anymore guys i don't like coffee doc doc i i woke up today and i and i thought to myself I don't love my son anymore. <laughs> and I, I I did. But every time I look at him drinking his coffee, it reminds me of the coward that I see every time I look in the mirror at myself drinking coffee. Also, I'm a moth. Well, Matt and I can't help you with that, friend, because we're... <laughs> not psychiatrists, but we can help you uh, not drink coffee anymore because we have something better. It's called mud water, and it's made from masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and literally nothing else. Uh, it is a wonder of humankind. And if you go to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, don't go to muddywatersmedia.com slash mud. It doesn't work right now, but if you go to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, you can get some today. It'll give you one-seventh of the caffeine of a cup of coffee. Just enough caffeine to get you excited. Like this. I, I, do, I do actually use this. Um, but not so much that you end up depressed and, and forlorn and shaky with seasonal affective disorder and possible heart problems <laughs> like this. I'm seasonally affected and possibly have a heart problem. Don't end up like that. Go to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud and get your mud water starter kit today, Matt. So, um, because it is our birthday party and uh, it's our party and we'll do whatever the hell we want, yes. uh, I didn't do real notes. Um, so, instead, what we decided is we were just going to have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, we're just going to play some games that I made. Um, and uh, basically... I made a bunch of things to try to uh, stump me, stump Spike. Yeah, to to stump Spike or to uh, make him look a little foolish. So, which game do you want? Which game do you want to start with? I mean, you're you have all of the cards. So we got. Let's do the two where you're trying to stump me, and then we'll do the third one, which is more like we're okay. all kind of participating and we, we choose. So, all right, we are starting with, and I want to tell everyone, I did not Google any of these. I don't know the answers to them, okay? Because I like to win the old-fashioned way by bribing <laughs> Matt. 
No, I like to win. I like to I like to win on my merits. I want to get if I get more than 1.2% of these, then I will have done better. Than... <laughs> or 1.8 or whatever it is. I don't remember now. It's one something. Less if I do that. Okay. Um all right. I'm yes, certain John you will Morsi beat that average. John says you're asking us to trust a politician. That's a good point. Um, uh, I'm, well, actually, I'm asking you to trust a libertarian, and I'm not 100% sure if that's... Anyway, so uh, Joe... Uh, we're, so we're starting with a, a Joe Biden uh, contest called Did Joe Say It or Did Matt Make It Up? Now, this probably doesn't require a lot of explanation, but basically we're going to show <laughs> a bunch of potential Joe Biden quotes and... I'm going to guess, and you guys can guess too, if this is real, like an actual Joe Biden banger, or if Matt just made this up. This feels like the time that Kennedy set me up with the Florida or fake thing on her show, but whatever. Um, Okay, are you going to read these or do you want me to read them? I'll read them. I'll read them. All right, so here is the first one. I was not an activist. I worked at an all-black swimming pool. I mean, he's not even black. How could it be an all-black? So I, I, I feel like I want it. Yeah, people are saying it. Well, so it's split right now. Doug Haynes said Matt. Rob Palkovich said Biden. Keith McQuarrie said Biden. Michelle saying Biden. I, I other people are saying that. I, I'm going to go with Biden. I think Biden said it. Is this real? That is real. That is real. Oh wow! Biden wow. did say that. Biden said that. Wow. The problem with this is Biden could you could put like so far out there penguin on there, and I'd be like yes. He could have very well said that. Um, yeah, no, people are shocked. Like, yeah, no, he, he said it. In the speech about corn pop. Well, I knew he talked about a black swimming pool. I didn't know if he that specific one. All right, so here's the next one, and you can read it. The best thing about family is at the end of the day, there is always forgiveness. <laughs> Pictured with his daughter. <laughs> oh, um... I did pick the pictures. I'm not going to lie. I definitely picked these pictures. Well, yeah, I mean, you also made the graphic, but I... I... Right. <laughs> uh, so so Rob Palkovich says Biden. Johnny Johnson says Matt. Patricia Marie says incest, um, <laughs> which I guess is technically that would be Biden. That, um, that, that, that's correct. <laughs> Logan saying Joe had to have said that. I, 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 yeah, I'm going to go with Biden. Nope, that was me. Really? That was me. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So this is going to be difficult. Right. Okay. Good. No, good. Yeah. Good, you're, good, you're, good. you're, you are one in one so far. I'm at 50%. Which you're is, at 50%. That's better than 1.8. <laughs> that's called libertarian winning right there, my friend. Um, so, all right, here's the next one. We do everything but hang people for jaywalking in this bill. 
Okay, I think that he said this. I'm not gonna. I'm. I want to give it a chance for other people to to say what they think. But I think. Oh, uh, Andrea O'Donnell said uh, that I'm doing better than the Cuomo's. That's good. They're, they're at 0% right now. <laughs> or 100% if you count unemployed. Uh, yeah, unemployment. They're at 100% unemployment. Um, yeah, everyone's saying Biden. Patricia Marie said Matt. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm, I'm guessing this one's Joe Biden. I'm guessing this one's Joe Biden. That one is Joe Biden. And is that, that in reference was during to the, the 94 uh, crime bill? Yeah, that was for the crime bill. I love the the um, um, uh, revision that's been happening. That it's like, well, Biden thought that you know he talked about you know that he hoped that there would be equity or whatever. It's like, no, he didn't. He talked about how no, he were, didn't. You know, just put so many people in jail. He was so proud of that. Um, this is the man uh, who. This is the man. Remember, everybody. This is the man who said he didn't. This is paraphrase he didn't say it this way i don't remember the exact quote even though i read right. it yesterday and i thought about putting it in and then i went no everybody knows he said this he said paraphrased i don't want my kids growing up in a racial jungle a we're racial talking jungle. about segregation right talking about uh desegregation of schools and ending busing he said yeah. that quote he 100 has never been worried about equity when it came to the law ever ever the disproportionality is the point. Um, this, uh, yeah, J- Jacob Bell says, uh, what, what else do you do in a racial jungle? Uh, South Jersey Libertarian says we could have called this Biden or Brandon, which is funny. Um, uh, oh, that's good. That is good. Um, okay, all right, here's the next one. Obamacare will ensure that no longer will kids have to wait in line for health care. I could see you writing that. But at the same time, Joe Biden says the dumbest things on earth. Um, man, this is tough. This is going to be tougher than anything <laughs> else, I think. I think this is going to be the toughest one. Oh, that's a good point. So Sarah says that, that uh, he had to have said it because it's stupidly worded. Like, it's like, I don't know. Pelosi. Pelosi said it. What a twist. <laughs> this is actually Pelosi's. It's neither. Nancy Pelosi said neither. it. Neither. <laughs> All right. Um. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Joe said it I'm gonna say Joe said it Jason Lyon and I created that together really yeah (laughs) wow yeah Jason Lyon and I created that one together that's That was good. That was good. That one was good. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Let's do I, it, this. One. It hurt to word it the way that I worded that because it was stupid. So did Sarah know that 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 no. was one you made, and she was just she, she just screwed me over. She has seen some of the this or that's, but she hasn't seen any of the other cards for tonight. Okay. All right. Well, this or that's less of a competition and more of just like a fun thing. Um, yeah, that's just. All right. Okay. So all right. Here's the next one. 
if there are no drug users, there'd be no appetite for drugs. Well, so first of all, this is factually correct. Like, that's not wrong. Like, I mean, if there, if no one was using drugs, there'd, there'd be no use of drugs. But by the way, just to note, you're wearing uh, the logo. Someone else noted they're wearing the same shirt. This is the original yeah. Muddy Waters of Freedom. This logo. is the original logo. So the logo you're seeing down here is the, mm. this is the OG and this is the upgraded one down here. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's yeah, like this the was the very first logo. That's the, yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah. So and you can buy this on our store. Yes. Muddy Waters uh, of Freedom.com slash store, or you can go to MuddyWatersMedia.com and press store, whatever. Uh, all right. So. If there were no drug users, there'd be no. I'm going to end up just, I, I, yeah, he, I, I'm going to say he said it. He said it. Oh, okay. All right. That's, I, yeah, that's Jim. Yeah. That's he apparently true. wasn't but thinking honestly, about his son. Yeah, no, definitely not. Honestly, he after was, this one, I don't, I doubt everything now. Um, All right. Uh, all right. Here's the next one. There are days I would trade all of this for a good nap. First of all, same. Um, <laughs> and also, in addition to that, there are every day I would trade Joe Biden's presidency for a nap. Um, <laughs> there, there's, there's never days that I wouldn't. Um, people are saying Matt said this. Yeah, no, Eskimo is saying mood. Uh, yeah, Nullick and I both are ready for naps. Um, I mean, probably during an important, important meeting. Yeah, I was going to say, if Biden said this, it was during, like, the most crucial moment of his presidency. <laughs> um, like the, like while he the was most... talking to Putin today. Yeah, while he, yeah, today on the phone with Putin, he's saying this. Um, I'm going, you know what? I, no, that's the wrong one. I'm going to say that you made this up. I did. I made that up. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, with a caveat, I think he has said this. Probably. <laughs> but we just aren't aware of it. Has. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm it, thinking. It hasn't been recorded that he said it. Or we, yeah, it either hasn't been recorded or we just aren't aware of, of him having said it. Now, here's the next one, which is. I spent. <laughs> I spent last summer holding rallies in parks trying to get black man to understand it's not unmanly to wear a condom. So wait, it is black man? It's not black men? Like that's not a typo? That I copied and pasted. Trying to get black man to understand it's not unmanly to wear so this there's no reason to think he didn't say this okay like this is like a perfect mixture of dumb sarah and super fan sarah andrag said baby if you wrote this i hate you yeah i was gonna say 
I almost want to say it's him just because I don't think you'd make me write this. Um, uh, <laughs> did Joe Biden say that he went to a park to convince a black man that, that wearing a condom wasn't unmanly? How'd he do that, by the way? <laughs> Tried to put it on him. <laughs> See, like, this very manly. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the best part about family is forgiveness. Oh, no. This is how I showed Hunter. With that added, I believe, yes, he said this. He said that. Okay, all right. I was going to say, I couldn't picture you writing this because then it'd be like, oh, so you're a racist. Um, no, um, all right. Uh, yeah, there was no way I would be able to write that. Nolik says he put it on walruses. I wish you guys would stop. Like, just stop. <laughs> stop. All right, and here's the last one. She said, uh, Sarah said, good, I can cancel the U-Haul. Um, I like that she already got the U-Haul reserved just on the chance. <laughs> Quick. She didn't, she didn't want to yeah. miss out on that. She, she has it on retainer. She has it on retainer, yeah. All right, here is the last one. Wow, I did not center that at all. Uh, when the U.S. military goes into battle, you know they are going to finish the thing. This is tough. So uh, Sharla Ray Allen says totally believable. And that's the problem is that all of these are believable. Yeah, Michelle Goodwin says he says the thing all the time and he does. Which is why I think you might die thinking you might have done it. Um he might have said it you know what screw it i'm gonna put all the chips down on this last one and say that joe biden said that he did not Uh, i made that one up i knew it (laughs) so if i had had money to bet i would have reduced my bet and then said you because i i would have hedged my bet there okay all right well that was good so what was my logan Logan picked up on the pattern. <laughs> what was it? Joe, you, Joe, you, Joe, you. Oh, yeah, because no. yeah, when I put him in, because I made all the ones that he said first, and then I made the ones that I made up, and then I uploaded them, and they were labeled one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I just went through, and I was like, oh, crap. And I mixed them up, but not. It was just Joe, me, Joe, me, Joe, me. Oh, no. So what? what did I get at the end? Uh, you missed three. Uh, you went five and three. Five and three. Okay, I'll t- I'll I'll do that. Five and three. I'll take that. Five and three. Five and three is good. That's five that's and a three win. is not. That's actually a win. That's a win. That is a win. That is probably making the playoffs in football. Why is your girlfriend picking a fight with me? Jews can't thrive off of what if Spike. I mean, okay. is she wrong? She's not wrong, but I got five three. What do you want from me? <laughs> Like, that's good. And Matt's good at this. Like, that, okay, listen, that's this. 
and this are good. Like, those are good. Those are good. This man talked about, you know, when you, you know, you black people, when you went and you'd take a, a knife and you'd sharpen it on the ground and that'd make it sharper. Like, who talks like this? <laughs> when you put the razor blade in the bucket of rainwater and then you scrape it on the ground in order to make it safe. Yeah, scrape. Yeah. You know, you get like they rusty. used to do. You know, like you, like you did. Uh, uh, Rob Popovich, C's get degrees. That's right. That's right. Okay, so we have two more games. This one is going – we're going to do one more where Matt's going to try to stump me. It's a little bit shorter. and It is. This is uh, whether or not Spike knows sports. Yeah, and I – which I don't. But I – so it's – then we're going to end with a fun one that we'll all just uh, get to have fun with. But this one, name that team. And so basically the way this works – Name that team. The way this works, did this need to be in the order you numbered it? Because I was going to do it in reverse order because the first one I don't know and I'm going to try to guess. <laughs> um, uh, Matt has has, has uh, um, uh, uh, curated four logos of various teams, sports ball teams, and I have to sports guess what their names are. Did I only do four? That, yeah, you did four. Okay. So, all right, so here is the first one. That's the, uh, oh, gosh. Now I can't remember if that's the Atlanta Falcons or the Atlanta Hawks. Um, crap. That's the Hawks, right? Yes, that is the Hawks. Nice okay, job. Okay, good, 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 good. All right, okay, so I'm doing good. All right, next is yeah, one, one for one. one. That's the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, no, it is. I, I honestly I, did – I used to. I did not think you were going to get that one. Yeah, I used to. Oh, that's cards. right. Yeah, so I know that. I didn't. I didn't play, but yeah. I didn't play cards. I'm Jewish. <laughs> um, right, because so, yeah, it was the Bitcoin of the '90s. Yeah, it was the Bitcoin of our time. It was a, a commodity. Um, all right, here's the next one. That's the uh, Tennessee Titans. I, I mean, come on. Like, I know. Wow, you are much better at this than I was expecting you to be. Yeah, no, this one, well, first of all, I've been in Tennessee like 15 times in the last year. Um, but, yeah, that's the Tennessee Titans. Now, this one, I don't know what the hell this is. And I'm going to try to construct it because I do know the names of teams. That yes. looks like a hockey puck at the bottom there. If you know this, do not put it in the comments until after he guesses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. don't, yeah, yeah, don't, don't put, don't put uh, hints or clues or, or or like what what it is in the comments. Um, and I'm <laughs> I, just in case I'm not going to look in the comments just in case someone does because we were libertarians and when you ask someone, well, yeah, four do. people just did. Okay, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Because um, as soon as I said it, I'm like someone's going to do that exact thing. Um, all right, so that's a hockey puck. So, Atlanta or Alabama maybe have a hockey team. Or the A is the name of the team. And the... Oh, do I know that? That's definitely a hockey puck. And I think that's like ice or snow. So it is a hockey puck. 
That is a hockey puck. I, I will, okay, I will right, give okay, you that. Okay. It is okay. a hockey puck. Okay, all right. So this is an NHL team, I would assume. Um, <clears throat> um, and that looks like it's like snow. So like the Atlanta. And that looks like that could be a beak at the top. And Atlanta loves their freaking bird teams. So that's like the, 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 the Atlanta snow albatross or something. Um unless the a is the name of the team Shit. i want to get this <laughs> okay there's i'm trying to think of names and by the way i just want to show you like i am not i'm not googling i'm not like i legitimately want to win this thing i'm not you'd hear me typing if i were typing I'm I if you want I can put this I can make this small so you can see that I'm not like doing any sleight of hand like I'm legitimately trying to figure this out um all right so that's let me make it a little bit bigger so I can take a look at this thing all right so that's a I like how you had to sit up for this so, so my eyes are <laughs> look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I can look so I can look down at <laughs> like it. you're peeking um, over, like you're peeking over it to see it. It's, it's like on Gilmore your screen. So, uh, ah, so all right. So when I glance, what I see is either an A with a freaking bird beak which means it's like some kind of atlanta something or another or right or it's a it's a snowy sea being made out of the snow but that which would be like a ca but the thing goes across and is actually uh that might just be crossing the a and i'm overthinking it and this is like the Atlanta Snowbird or some stupid name like that. But I, but no, because if it were called the Atlanta Snowbird, I would already know that, and I would endlessly mock them for having that name. This is a name, and hockey names are are like they usually aren't like the 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 Pelicans. It's usually like like a like a feeling, like the the. Yeah, that's a basketball team. The Pelicans, yeah. Oh, that's right, New Orleans Pelicans, yeah. New Orleans um, Pelicans, yeah. And so that's, but you know, you could, and, and so it could be like the abject fear. Like it's like, you know, like one of those like feelings um, or like in that, like a, a abstract concept. No, wait, no. Cause the hockey teams are like kind of snow theme and stuff like that. This is, uh, this team is called. I'm just about to make some shit up. This team is the California. No, because they have their they have the Mighty Ducks in California. This is the... <laughs> they have like four teams in California. Oh yeah. This is oh yeah they got like LA and all. Okay okay this is the Colorado. Something with an A. With ice. Well, 
Well, folks, what a fantastic episode that it's that we did. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to. This is called. This is. This is called the Atlanta something bird team, but I can't respect myself enough to call it that because that's not what it is. This is, I'm going to come up with something that's not real, like a bird. And it's, this is the, okay, I'm going to do something. That look, I'm going to look at the thing. I'm going to, like that and like like what would that look like to like oh honey oh look it's the colorado avalanche it's just avalanches wow it's the what is it really called now the colorado avalanche no no (laughs) no no you're making this up hold on i am not what? That's. I was really hoping you were going to go with the Atlanta Albatross or something. That would have made I me was, so I was happy. Sure, that was an A. It is. I was well. I mean, it would yeah, it's an A, but I was sure it was like an A team, like a like the Atlanta or the Alabama or something. This is no way. I got four for four. I how did I get caught? Yeah. Wow. Is it Avalanche or Avalanches? Avalanche. Okay, so it they're very like uh, they're doing the like singular. Very pretentious. Okay. What? Holy crap. <laughs> That's very pretentious. It Can is. you pluralize avalanche? Is there avalanches? Avalanches. <laughs> That's how they'd have done it back in the day. The avalanches. But now it's like, we are the avalanche. There's also Together. a C in it. You were right. There is the C. So that I... My thought was if I was going to say something stupid, I wanted it to be so overly constructed that that would make it dumber. And it turns out I just named an actual team. Which (laughs) proves that the entire making of this name was just as contrived. Like they couldn't come up. Or at least the, let me rephrase that. The making of the logo was just as contrived as me figuring out how to call it. Because Colorado Avalanche is a good name, but then this logo sucks. All right. Okay. So that, that logo is also probably thirty years old. Oh, really? This isn't a new team. No, I, I don't remember when they joined, but they've I've been around never, for a I've long never time. heard of the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, now that I can win anything, we can. Uh, <laughs> this one's not a game. This isn't even a competition. Yeah, this one's not even a game. So this one is called this or that. And we're going to show each of you something, and we're going to say which one would you rather whatever for each one. It's easier just to show it to you. And then we're, we're all going to, you know, you'll, there's you'll not a pick wrong up. answer. The only wrong answer is the one that's different than mine. Um, avalanche That's what. That's the, the 
plural of avalanche is avalanche. I. Um, all right, cool. So here is the first this or that. <laughs> Who is more believable, Jesse Smollett or Jen Pisaki? Juicy Smollett or Jen Saki? Juicy Smollett, that famous Juicy French Smollett. actor. Famous French Juicy actor. Smollett. Juicy who, Smollett. Who also, with the hockey theme, uh, made the Mighty Ducks famous. Wait, was he in the Mighty Ducks? He was. He was the, one of the kids in the Mighty Ducks. Oh, really? In the first one. Yeah. Oh, no. That's... Oh. Yeah. Jen Saki was actually the the duck. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, who is more believable? I'm gonna go. Who is I, more believable? People are going with Juicy in the comp. Well, no, I guess there was one Jen. Yeah, Matt there. Ferraro's I was gonna say there's. C. This is so. When I came up with this, this was a really tough question for me because I don't. I, to the best of our knowledge, outside of being an actor and lying consistently throughout his entire career, or whatever you want to call that, we only know so, of one so, lie that Juicy someone, someone has ever that said. Acting. So, some refer to that <laughs> yeah. as acting, but sure. Um, yeah. Uh, whereas Jen Saki lies we, and spins things for a living. <laughs> We know he wasn't believable as an actor. There is that too. Otherwise, he would get more work. Well, he's busy getting beaten for being a gay black man in Chicago at three in the morning. By another gay black man. I don't believe that. I believe I. I hashtag believe all juicies. Um. I would go with Jussie. I would I would trust Jussie over Jen Saki. I would man. I would I think it would depend on the question. Oh, that's fair. So if it's like I think it would depend foreign policy or something, then you trust Jussie. <laughs> I would trust well. But if it's maybe. Were you beaten by white supremacists in Chicago at two in the morning? I would believe Jen. I would believe no, Jen because I, I don't I think, think she Jen, would say I, yes. I don't. I think Jen would. Jen wouldn't. She'd say we're going to get back. To, we'll circle back to that. Yeah, we're, we'll circle back to that. We'll circle back to that. This life isn't over. <laughs> that could happen. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jussie, and and I don't know everyone. The, people are all over the place. Uh, someone called her Pepper, Peppermint Patty, which is not nice. That's wow. Did she... <laughs> I didn't pick that picture for no reason. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Where's uh, where's her girlfriend? Or I'm sorry, her friend. Her friend. What was her friend's name? I'm. I'm. Hold on. Pepper. Her Mike. friend's name was um. Patty, girlfriend. Marcy. Yes. And who called her sir? Yes. Yeah. 
which is kind of i mean if you think that was like sort of like transgenderism So uh, I mean, next is so Jughead. Jughead was asexual. Like that's very commonly known in the Archie comics. Which you know that's pretty. That's pretty was forward asexual? thinking for the art. Asexual. Did he say no thanks? I don't want. To he constantly he he constantly fought off uh, the the advances of um. Not remember that girl's name. But uh, there was one girl that always wanted to hook up with him, and he constantly fought it off. And all he cared about were hamburgers. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I just assumed he was had like an eating disorder. So, which he, he I mean, he has that too. All right. So here's the next one. Uh, this or that, the CIA or a wood chipper, which is better at covering pedophiles? This is close. This is close. As we all recently found out, the CIA has had pedophiles in their ranks for years, and they knew about it, and uh, they didn't do anything because they couldn't let them testify. I think we lost Sarah. Because they were afraid of what they would say on the witness stand. So they just let it go. Yeah. But yet a wood chipper is 100% of the great time. Great at covering your lawn. <laughs> it covers your lawn yeah, real I was well say, with pedophile. So the CIA covers up pedophiles. Wood chipper will, pedophiles. Cover you, will cover you or your lawn or garden with a pedophile. So I think in terms of like the construction of this sentence, I think CIA is the right answer personally. Mm. Yeah. It was a really hard sentence to try to word where it would be on either side. Yeah. Yeah. If it was, which one is better at. Yeah, one's better at covering up pedophiles. One's better than covering with pedophiles. So it depends on what you mean there. But right. the way I would right exactly would be, yeah, I would go with CIA. And um, CIA. I'm sorry that you don't have a girlfriend anymore. Um, Did she break up with me? She just put wow, and I've not heard from her since. Oh. That's <laughs> you. You feel pretty confident of that. So um, uh, Patricia Marie says, "Bring your own wood chipper to the playground." Yes, that's not advised. Um, so here's the next one. <laughs> this or that. Which, uh, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, which has a creepier relationship with his daughter? This is a tough one. <laughs> I don't think this one's that tough. I really don't. So. One I, of them allegedly <laughs> showered with his daughter when she was a child. Yeah. The other, we don't know if that ever happened. Yeah, the other one has just been spending 30 years telling everyone how hot and sexy she is. and That's, I, That is true. 
I, you know what? Maybe the... if Biden's on... daughter talked to him, maybe he would say the same thing. That's true. So I, based on what we know has happened, like we've watched, witnessed it, I'd have to go with Trump. But I can see why. I don't know, because, I mean, Joe Biden talks about <laughs> dunking black kids under the water so they can touch his leg. <laughs> Like literally said that, and then called them roaches. And then called them roaches. I learned about cockroaches. The fuck? You know, and by cockroaches I mean your children, your black children. Um, I, I'm gonna go with Trump. I'm gonna go with Trump because I've like watched him on Howard Stern talking about his daughter's breasts. Like it, it's. So I, I'm gonna go so, with Trump, but. So this is this is what this is what I'm going to say. I will also go with Trump only because I don't think Joe Biden has a current relationship with his daughter. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And I'll go with Trump because we don't necessarily know that that thing happened. So we're going with Trump. Well, Uh, she wrote about (laughs) she journaled it. That's true. Yeah. I laughed for a good four minutes after making that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one to try to forget forever. Um, okay, this or that, cocaine or... <laughs> I didn't look at this one. <laughs> Which did a recent LP presidential candidate say voters don't care about? Huh. Well? Figured I'd give you a softball. <laughs> Yeah, no, this one, uh, do we have that video up? Hold on. We have video of this. Um, here we go. We can find out together. Oh, one, one second, folks. I can answer that for you directly. Uh, here we go. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Um. <laughs> yes. Um, in 2015, 16, there was a town hall. There we go. Uh, I believe it was CNN. Uh, Gary Johnson was asked about sex work. What his- sex work? Yeah, sex work. Um, what is your position on that? I just below where it says video by Muddy Waters Media. That's my face reflecting off of the podium there. I am, this is me watching Joe give, <laughs> this is moments after she gave her 30 second long opening speech announcing that she was running for the uh, the presidential nomination and said, I'm Joe Jorgensen and I've got an eraser and I'd like to, uh, had, who'd like to take this eraser to big government? And everyone said, yay. And she said, okay. Any questions? Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. And this was one of the first questions. And I I watched with glee and thought... <laughs> Look at that still. <laughs> I, I watched with glee. That's it's, it's among the closest I got to her during the campaign, yes. Because she didn't know who I was yet. 
Dave, that's not an issue right. that I've heard the voters are interested in. Let me tell you what my platform is, and I would probably talk about the income tax or something, because that's not something that concerns most voters. And I, 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 I as libertarians, we are all, uh, and I really don't want to, um, you know, to, I, I, I hope I'm not putting my foot in my mouth, but we're all just a little geeky. She was. Oh, by the way, yeah, no, she already did. By the way, uh, so Rick Hayes mentioned social distancing. This was November of 2019, so no one was doing that. This was literally nobody was doing it. Yeah, no, this was not. This was the innocent. Co- we, the COVID wasn't on the radar. Yeah, no, it it didn't even it hadn't even been announced in China by the doctor who they put in jail yet. So no, that was right. No, I was actually pretty close to her. I was, I mean, considering this is her giving a speech, I was like sitting like five, six feet away from her. So, And that we've got right. answers for everything. And we've got great answers for everything. And we just can't wait to share our answers for everything. I was on the campaign trail in 1996 for the VP nomination. And somebody asked me a question about Bureau of Land Management. And by golly, I just read a book the, the week before. And I could tell them all about the Bureau of Land Management. The problem is the average person out there doesn't care. And so as libertarians, I think we need to restrain ourselves and to persuade people or find the people who agree with what we do agree with. So you don't have a position on sex workers? Oh, I have a position. It's not part of the the campaign to outreach to bring new people into the party. So you wouldn't answer the question if you were on CNN live on town hall today? I I, I would. The short answer is no. Now, thankfully for all of us, that never actually happened. Um, and uh, we didn't have to worry about her being on a CNN town hall. But uh, that's because it was longer than 15 minutes. But it was after 2 p.m. So it met 50% of her requirements. <laughs> At least you didn't get the guy with the boot on his head. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> so, anyway, I think that this is not really a matter of uh, opinion. Uh, it is, in fact, true <laughs> that Joe Jorgensen... Fact. This is a matter of documented fact that you just witnessed. That she said, not only do voters... It's actually worse than this. She didn't just say... Um, that uh, voters didn't care about sex work. She said that if she was directly asked about this on live national television, she would have said, I don't want to talk about it. So we're going to do the last. This I, don't, I don't blame Spike for the 1.8%. Not even a little bit. I tried my best, guys. I tried my best. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, what you're seeing there is the look of panic about finding someone finding out about the dungeon incident. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> the safe word is... Yes, thank you. Okay, so then the South Jersey Libertarian says, and yet when she was in Newcastle, Delaware, she was saying she would prefer Philip Fort Morris be making meth than a guy in his basement blowing up the neighborhood. Which, by the way, is not the worst way to say... Oh, I mean, there's probably better ways to say that. But, like, 
it wasn't as though she wouldn't talk about controversial stuff, but man, did she right. not want to talk about that. The, sa- the safe word is, uh, what is it? One giant a million little Switzerland. One giant Switzerland. One giant Switzerland. No, no the, not a million Switzerlands. That's a. That's what I want. She wants one big one. <laughs> one um, big Switzerland. One big Switzerland. So here's the last this or that. Oh, no. <laughs> Which one is or was a heater? On the left, we have a picture of your first pitch at the Kentucky Y'alls game. The Florence Y'alls, yeah. And on the right... Florence y'alls, Florence y'alls. And on the right, we have a picture of a heater. Okay, so Which? there's two different questions here. Which one is a nope. heater? Well, the heater is a heater. Which one was a heater? And that was my probably 95 or 96 <laughs> mile an hour fastball right down the middle. You're 96. You're, you're, I don't know what 96 kilometers is, but I don't think your ball hit that. I'm going to look that up because I bet I did. Hold on. I bet it's 60 miles an hour. It's 71 miles an hour, I bet. No, it isn't. It's 59.65 miles an hour. I bet I got more than that. You probably got more than that. You probably got, you probably hit 60. I, I listen. I am a forty-year-old Jew with MS. Okay, and I successfully, having just gotten off an airplane and dealing with the jet lag of flying from South Carolina all the way to Kentucky, I is that why you didn't throw a fastball? That's why it wasn't as fast as it could have been. I literally. It, the ball didn't bounce. You should have seen the kid after me. He bounced that thing so stupid. I, I almost laughed. But I... How old was he? Irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. He had youth on his side is what it was. I'm battling age and an incurable... First of all, incurable neurodegenerative disorder. And here I am out there like a spring chicken just tossing heaters left and right I pitched a shutout by the way no one hit any of my pitches (laughs) that's because it was a ball it was not a ball it was was outside it was a no we're inside depending on if it was a righty or a lefty (laughs) Doc Gooden roasted you real good Doc Gooden is, you know, one day Doc Gooden is going to know who I am and he's going to feel terrible that he got like 80, like what, like what, $24 to make that? Um, whatever. I don't know. I didn't pay for All it. All right. Well, folks, that was some fun uh, games, but we're going to be doing something now that we do actually every uh, week, but we're it's going to be special because this one is the five-year anniversary of our show. And we are doing the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor Colin moment where you can go to anchor.fm slash muddywaters. You can leave us messages by pressing the message button, and then we play them right here on this segment. You can also go to anchor.fm slash muddywaters slash subscribe to become a member 
of the muddied mud people militia. Mud skipping all the way to Monday. We're still, we don't know for certain what we're going to call that, but it's a, it's the, become a subscriber of Muddy Waters and that entitles you to all sorts of great stuff. Uh, video uh, versions of our podcast on Spotify with an ad-free experience. You get access to exclusive Muddied Waters content that no one else but the subscribers get. And then once a week, once a month, including this coming Thursday, we do something called yes. the Muddied Zoom, where we all get together on a Zoom call, me and Matt and Jason and the rest of the Muddy Waters crew and all of our little muddy mud skippers get together and hang out on a Zoom call. We live stream it so we can make everyone else jealous. Uh, it's also a honeypot to get them to join too, but whatever. Um, and all of that for the low, low price of $10 a month by going to anchor.fm slash muddywaters slash subscribe. Matt? Yes. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> i don't i don't know what to say to that no that's a good point there's i don't know what you're supposed to say all right um, here's our first call <laughs> thank you for queued up i can't i can't see it so there are a, three from steven and then one from jimmy and then two from steven are the ones from steven and jimmy new or those from last week uh so hang on the one from Jimmy up or down. I don't know how it looks on your screen. Yeah, up, up. So the you have two. Ones are, you have are... the newest ones are up. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the first three from Stephen Witt are four days old, and then okay. everything else is within the last few hours. Okay, but those are still ones that we're playing, though. Sure. Okay. All right, cool. All right, and I will get started now because we got a bunch of them. Uh, here's the first one from Steven. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Guy on left and Spike Cohen for the Chris Reynolds Attorney at Law Anchor Call in a Moment. This is Steve Witt, your friendly neighborhood libertarian. I just wanted to ask whether or not you guys had heard about New York City opening up safe illegal drug injection sites where they will be offering help to people with their addictions. I think it's a step in the right direction personally for people that are in that situation to give them someplace safe to do it. And I think we need to start treating the drug war like Portugal treats it as a uh, mental health issue. So just wanted to hear you guys' opinion on that and whether or not you've heard of it already. So hope to talk to you guys soon. Yeah, so I it's I don't want the government to be running safe injection centers. I want them to allow, you know, charities and mutual aid people to, to do it. Now, with that said, if right. my tax dollars have to go towards someone having a safe injection center where they're then given access to rehab and other things if they want it at a fraction of the cost of what it would otherwise cost to put them in prison for it, not to mention the opportunity cost of sticking them with a criminal record so they can't be contributing members of society, end up going back to prison, I'll take the the safe injection option every every single day of the week. Every but, time. It, you know, from what was going to come from New York City, that's about as good as we were going to get, I think. That's a, I mean, that's, yeah, the from New York City, that's the best we were going to get. Um, but in order to go, you have to be vaccinated. Um <laughs> I wonder if that's true. All private businesses, all public businesses, you need to be vaccinated now. 
I'm betting you do. No, you can't inject heroin in here because you're not vaccinated. <laughs> you're not vaccinated. I bet that's true. The I bet it is. I hope it's not, but I bet it is. All right, here's the next one from Steve. Yep, Jay Adam hey, says it is left and Spike Cohen for the Chris Reynolds attorney at law anchor call in moment. This is Steve. Wait, uh, uh, Adam said that it is true. Yeah. With your friendly neighborhood libertarian calling in again. Uh, this time I'm calling in about flash mobs that are going around the country and robbing these big chain stores. I'd like to know the libertarian perspective on it since um, I know we want to try to privatize police and give lesser sentences to people that commit crimes like that. So I just want to hear your opinion on it. I have my own opinion personally, but I'm going to keep that to myself. So thank you very much for answering that question. Uh, I'll let you take so, this first. All right. So, yeah, we do want to privatize police, and we do want to uh, give people lesser sentences, sentencings on victimless crimes. But what that is is not a victimless crime. You have right, right. gathered 50 to 100 of your closest friends or people you met on Craigslist and right. coordinated an attack on a business in order to rob them of hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars. Uh, I think somebody hit a dispensary for like $2 million worth of product the other day. Well, not somebody, a group of people. So right. no, this is not something that we think there should be lesser sentencing on. Um, this is theft. This is taking of somebody else's property. Um, this, we are not okay with that. This is private property that you are breaking, smashing, yeah. stealing while making it where your customers aren't going the people's customers aren't going to want to come back. So you are hurting them coming and going. I think a smash and grab is happening at your place now. Um, so, uh, yeah, when it comes, yeah, this is, it's also not just like a shoplifting. This is dozens sometimes of people coming in and violently smashing up stuff, knocking people over, grabbing things, running out. I think at one of these smash and grabs, a security guard got shot um you know like and killed people were getting uh, hit with crowbars yeah yeah people getting hit with what like this is sort of a mini riot that targets one business and they go in and loot the place up and yeah no this is kind of a prototypical uh example of first of all it's not it's obviously not a victimless crime but it's also not even a crime that i, I can think of many different theft situations where i think like a um you know some kind of restorative justice would be a good way to, to go about it um, and, and I'm not convinced that, you know, there isn't anyone involved in these smash and grabs that couldn't do some kind of diversion or something like that. And that would be helpful. But I think, you know, if you've already if you're at the step of getting involved in something where it is likely that people are going to be assaulted and physically hurt and not to mention being robbed, obviously, which is a crime in and of itself, but being assaulted and physically hurt, you're creating a sense of danger in that community and in that business. Um, you are putting people's health and safety and lives at risk. Um, yeah, I, yeah, we're, we're, 
I, you know, I'm not, I don't support minimum sentences or anything like that, but I, I, this is a crime that should be treated as a crime and, uh, and, right. and it should be prosecuted aggressively and it should be investigated aggressively. And unfortunately, I, it might not be, it might be very tif- difficult to do that. Especially in some of the areas where they're doing it because they're looking at it and they're averaging out the number. Like they're like, yeah, like this much money was stolen, but it was this many people doing the stealing. And if they steal less than a thousand dollars, if it's less than a thousand dollars, it's not worth prosecuting. So they're going through and knowing that they're not going to get charged. Which is wrong, by the way. Like, okay, so I was glad to hear that there were certain municipalities that were choosing to put a very low priority or no priority on uh you know things like possession small uh uh uh, small petty distribution charges for drugs and things like that that's good because those are victimless crimes but then they lumped in petty theft with that no if someone steals your wallet at knife point uh or i guess if there's a weapon involved they don't consider it petty theft anymore but if someone grabs your wallet knocks you over and runs uh or they or they shoplift uh but it's less than a thousand dollars or something like this and then they don't prosecute that just lets everyone know you can just go and run around and smash people's stuff in and take their pride like that's no that's terrible and at the same time in those areas those are also often the areas where people aren't allowed to protect have their own weapons and have strict limitations on how they can defend themselves uh, and their duty to flee and all that nonsense. So, no, I, I we don't support that at all. Hey, guy on left and Spike Cohen. This is Steve Witt calling in on the Chris Reynolds Attorney at Law anchor call-in moment. Uh, this is going to be my last one for this particular week. Anyways, I'm calling to see what your opinion is on Daryl Brooks Jr., the gentleman that caused the Waukesha massacre up there in Wisconsin. Um, as you guys already know the facts on the case, I just want to know what your opinion is based off of the $1,000 bail that was set prior to him being released and then him causing that incident. Um, what do we do with people like that in terms of restorative justice and how can DAs and libertarian DAs in the future correct that issue? So we'd like to know your opinion on that. Thank you. Well, if I recall, um, and I'm double checking, but I believe that they said at the time that uh, they uh, that someone came out and said that it was a mistake that he was even offered bail um, because of the nature of the charge that they were holding him on. Um, Do you know what the charge they to, were holding him on was? I'm, I'm looking that up again. Uh, he, he hit somebody with his car intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. It, I knew it was an, an uh, assault, and I, I wanted to say it was a vehicular assault. My understand, my understanding. Hold on, that someone actually said. I, that I was wasn't sure if thing. it was manslaughter, if it was vehicular manslaughter, or if it was vehicular assault. So that's why I went with. He hit somebody with the car. Yeah, because I, so, I couldn't uh, remember the, if somebody died. The chief judge uh, explained the low bail. Um, uh, 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 Oh no! It was no. They're saying the person, the uh, assistant DA who did that, made a mistake. Meaning, like she did something stupid. Not they didn't mean to. So here's the thing: the point of uh, libertarian. And by the way, not all libertarians are against cash bail. A lot of them are. I am one of them. I'm, I'm not even speaking on behalf of of Matt. Um, the reason I'm against cash bail uh, is because cash bail allows a poor person to off to be held 
who can't afford whatever the bail is and that we've heard many situations where someone pled guilty because they were being held on a cash bail they couldn't afford and they didn't do it and they didn't have any evidence they did it and the prosecutors would just keep doing delays and delays until a few weeks went by and you know the person who's being held is losing everything their family's falling apart they're they've lost their job and everything else and they plead guilty that's the problem with cash bail is it becomes an instrument for prosecutors to basically be predators against poor people and do whatever thing they can to hold them until they finally take a plea deal now that doesn't mean there should that any person who gets uh, arrested for something should be let out on their own recognizance i believe that if someone has if we have a reason to think that someone is a threat to uh, to others, um, uh, either an individual or the public at whole, that they pose an actual immediate threat of harm to others, uh, and that that it shouldn't be a matter of whether they can afford it or not. Um, you know, if Daryl Brooks was a billionaire and they had set the the bail at a million dollars and he bailed it and he bailed himself out and then went and, and ran over a bunch of people in in, in uh, uh, Waukesha, that would still be wrong. That would be uh, an injustice as well. Um, I believe that given the nature of what he was charged with, it was very it was a good idea to hold him at least briefly to make sure, you know, before letting him go, holding him at least for a matter of, of, of a couple weeks before he can be evaluated or something like that, um, if not just held until trial, um, be, be specifically because it's a it's if there's tr enough evidence to think that it will make it to trial and not get thrown out and there's evidence to believe that he's a threat to others then it's not an issue of cash bail um restorative justice is always puts the restoration of the victim above everything else and if if something involves the a threat to the safety of the victim that gets put above everything else so you know even in a restorative justice situation someone who is an active threat to someone else um, and, and poses a potential threat to others is going to be treated as such. And that would have included holding him. Yeah. And Stephen, yeah, he, he did. He had a huge rap sheet. There was a lot of um, there were a lot of red flags on uh, yeah. on on his priors. He should not have gotten this. This was. An activist D.A. that made a massive, massive mistake. Yep, yep, yep. This was a this was bad, and uh, I'm not sure why they did it, but it was it was bad. And this, you know, and I'm glad you're asking these questions because you know there are a lot of there's a lot of confusion over restorative justice and yeah. over uh, you know uh, uh, I know you didn't think this was a victimless crime, but there are people who are like, well, was well, that a victimless crime? But you know, there's some confusion over it because it often sounds like being soft, quote unquote, on dangerous people, and it, it's not. It's treating criminals based on who they are as individuals, the motives that got them there, and the best way to restore the victim and potentially to restore the uh, the offender as well so that they don't do it again. That's the purpose of it. And there are times where a restorative justice solution is someone's got to be held for a while until they are disabused of, you know, of, of the violence that they that they were wanting to do to others. Um, so, yeah. Um yeah, John Mil Milrand in the in the comments said, you know, I, a person with no felony record, got caught with a tiny bit of cannabis. Uh, bail is eighty thousand dollars, and the guy in the bunk next to me has three attempted murder charges, has twenty something felony convictions. Bail is five thousand um, dollars. 
really this really happened and the guy got out after a few days and was back in on armed robbery charges a month later and i was still sitting there waiting for my court date this is the problem is that things are being done so arbitrarily and so punitively to certain people and non-punitively to others it's just it's a bad system when it's based on these weird like numbers that they put out oh you could you should pay this and and honestly the reason they probably got john there on eighty thousand bucks is they figured that he could afford an eight thousand dollar cash bail um and you know so they're they're uh, you know, trying to milk him for money, but this guy they don't want to hold on to, so they just let him go. The drug ones they tend to be tougher on than the, the violent crime ones because the drug ones they assume there's more money. Um, so here's the oh, uh, Steve, Steve in the comments says, How do we fix it? We fix it by there's got to be a lot of minimums and a lot of requirements removed so that judges, uh, and and uh, judges can determine. Uh, and again, the system is not going to be perfect, but judges can determine, is this person a threat? There is no money to be made one way or another. There's no, I can set their bail at $10 million or I can set it at 1000 or There's no money to be made. Are they a threat and need to be held or are they not a threat and don't need to be held? Or are we not sure if they're a threat? So we need to hold them long enough just to determine whether or not they are a threat. And yes, there needs to be a fact that they are presumed innocent. But if there's a preponderance of the evidence enough to to say it's like it's possible that this person did it, and we need to protect the public by and 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 their potential victim uh, by making sure that they don't uh, you know do this again or do it to someone else, you know that's going to take precedent there. Um, and again, no system is going to be perfect. Um, all right, here's the next one from Jimmy Lee. Hey guys, Jimmy and Connie here calling in on the Chris Reynolds anchor call-in moment. Go ahead, hit it, Connie. This really low quality Just want to say happy anniversary. Babies. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Thank you. We, if we get we demonetized very much. May- if we yeah we do we love you both and we we appreciate your your being a part of the money to the muddied family. Uh, <laughs> if this does get us demonetized, we will just mute that part. Um, but I think we'll be okay because that was a pretty low. We low might five. be all right. I think we'll be. I I think we'll be all right. Of course, I'm the one that always gets us hit, so I, I don't know why anyone's listening to me. All right, here are two more from Steve. We got we got real quick real quick before you do the uh, Stephen thing. We got hit with a copyright from episode 90 this week. That had to be like three years ago. (laughs) I didn't even, I was like, I'm not even fighting that because nobody's watching that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, they can do whatever they want. Like 90? Yeah, yeah, episode was... 90. 
It's like two or three years ago. Yeah, no, we're good. Don't worry about it. Um, all right, here are two from Steve, and I'm just going to play them both back to back. Hello, guy on left and Spike Cohen. This is Steve Witt for the Chris Reynolds attorney at law anchor call-in moment. And this one is a special one. Why? Because I just want to say thank you for the five years that Muddied Waters Media has been on the internet spreading the message of liberty from the great states of Florida and South Carolina. And even though I've only been listening to you guys for about a year or so now, I just want to say thank you for opening up the wide world of internet libertarian podcasting to me. And I hope to be a member here for many more years and to continue listening to you guys. And even when Spike is president, you guys still put out a weekly podcast. Thank you guys very much. Thank you, Steve. That means a lot. Uh, Here's the next one. Yes, it does. Hello, guy on left and Spike Cohen. This is Steve Witt calling in for the Chris Reynolds attorney at law anchor call in a moment with your daily news update. Um, Just wanted to know whether or not you guys had heard about Russia trying to move in on Ukraine now. And apparently there's like 100,000 troops or something that are about to descend on that country. And our great president, Biden, had a Zoom conference today with Putin. And hopefully tomorrow we can find out how that went, which is probably going to be a joke. Um, And then the other thing, outgoing Mayor de Blasio went ahead and is now saying that all private businesses within New York City must require vaccinations for all of their employees, regardless, as well as five to 11 year olds must be vaccinated to go out and eat. So want to hear your opinion? Thank you, guys. So uh, Bill de Blasio is garbage. That one is, is easy. Uh, my take on this Ukraine thing is it feels like Ukraine feels a lot like Kuwait. Not exactly the same, because in the situation with Kuwait, you had the State Department, you had parts of the State Department signaling that it was okay for uh, Hussein to to call in his... Um, call in his debts by by taking over Kuwaiti oil fields and then you had other parts of the State Department and Department of Defense saying don't you dare do that uh, and then not giving him an out to get out so it's not exactly the same whereas Putin's just kind of deciding what he wants to do um, the one thing I will tell you is that the situation between the Ukraine and Russia is not nearly as clear cut as we're being told uh there are legitimate property disputes and boundary disputes there. There is also the fact that this is a perfect example of an entangling alliance that we should not be involved in. Um, and also, and a perfect example of why, because right now, because of a perceived weakness within the Russian government, the Ukrainian government by very strong anti-communist in uh, the Ukraine. A group called the Azov or Azov Battalion is, uh, they're a a few thousand strong, and they're basically taking over the leadership of the Ukrainian military. Now the Azov or Azov, how are you pronounced? I'll say Azov. The Azov Battalion are Nazis. 
and I don't say Nazis like, oh, you know, the way we use Nazi here. Like, they are legitimate, straight-up neo-Nazis. And, uh, in fact, the Canadian military recently uh, got caught working directly with the Azov Battalion and claiming they didn't realize they were Nazis when they literally have Nazi um, regalia or Nazi uh, insignias on their, on their like, helmets and stuff like that. Um, so we're facing a situation where Joe Biden got us out of the 20-year campaign to arm the Taliban, ISIS, and Al-Qaeda to now get us into a campaign to start a hot war with Russia and fight a lot, send our loved ones to fight and die alongside and on behalf of Nazis. So I just don't want us there. And this feels like that thing where Joe Biden, if Joe Biden, whatever Joe Biden does, Republicans are going to say, he's weak. We need someone like Trump to go in there and talk tough, even though Trump uh, was very much a believer in, in not getting involved with Russia. But uh, this feels like a setup. This feels like a yeah, Joe so, Biden's. Yeah. Go, go ahead, man. So. Yes. To everything you said, the only, the only thing is, I feel like, uh, the Atlantic, was it the Atlantic? Yeah. I think it was the Atlantic. Uh, the Atlantic did an article either this week or last week, uh, or the past week or the week before where they were talking about how, uh, Putin and, uh, Xi and, uh, Kim Jong-un, and two other people whose names I can't remember off the top of my head are all rising in power right now. Uh, yes. And they're like, we don't understand what's causing this. And reading it, you know that they're refusing to look at the obvious. Um, and it's because with as unpredictable as Trump was, and the fact that he basically said, I think that we should be isolate, like sh we should be isolationists. We should pull, you know, we should pull our troops. He, he didn't do it. He may have pared down a little bit, but he didn't like, he didn't increase the amount of war we were in. Um, I think that they were afraid of what would happen if they did anything because of how unpredictable he was. Right. Not saying that yeah, that I was can, a good, that. good way to be. But with Biden, they think they know exactly what's going to happen. And either he's going to give a weak uh, response to whatever it is that they do, or they know he's going to do something absolutely insane, like side with Nazis. Yeah, so suppose Which means the entire left will side with Nazis, and that's just... Oh, the progressive left... If you say right now we should not be siding with Nazis, they'll go, oh, that sounds exactly like a Donald Trump supporting Russian, I got the Russian money. How, what, what did you buy today with your Russian money, you Russian robot? Like, they're, the, the average center-left progressive CNN watcher is worthless and is, uh, is just literally just one giant colony of NPCs that you know will just straight up contradict themselves in their same sentence it would take a nazi russian lover like you to have a problem with us arming the brave nazis in the ukraine like, i don't i don't care what they say um 
Right. Now, my understanding is that the uh, working with the Azov Battalion actually started with Obama, continued with uh, Trump, uh, but is being expanded under the Biden administration. Because remember, Biden brought back the whole Bush-Clinton-Obama crew when in foreign policy. When he stacked his foreign policy deck, uh, and I'm going to be putting something out in the next couple of days about about the Biden administration, the people in the Biden administration that desperately want a ground war with Russia because of a weird that first of all, they've convinced themselves that they will win that. And then they also have convinced themselves that this is what shows that, you know, Joe Biden is, you know, this is going to be the Biden doctrine. And it's like they've just filled, they've gassed themselves up with a bunch of garbage. And the reality is, you know, that's what we need right now in the midst of, of you know, coming to terms with a disease that is not a pandemic, that's not going away. And all the division that's coming from things like lockdowns and mandates and vaccine mandates and all this stuff and hype and the, the growing inflation that we're experiencing. What we need right now is to start a ground war in Europe with Russia, that should a fighting with Nazis that should help. Um, John so, Bartasek said Biden also has close ties with Ukraine, and we know that Hunter does. Yeah, no, there's that as well. That's all a big conspiracy. That's all. What was that? That was all Russian fake news, even though it's thoroughly documented. Um, yeah, yeah, I, think I, I just Biden, think Biden the blackmailed way, him. The way that the CNN coverage the every time i watch these news art these news pieces that they're doing i'm like this has cia written all over it they are literally just uncritically pushing cia propaganda in the same way that local news just routinely pushes police propaganda without vetting it at all like the most recent story where a police officer ended up almost dying of fentanyl overdose and claimed that he got it from being near a kid's vape pen that he took out of a uh that, that being in within eye contact that it was actually in the air and got into his eyes and that he he almost died of fentanyl even though the kid who used it was fine and they didn't actually find any fentanyl in the vape pen and no one else who processed or touched it uh and apparently this isn't the first time that a police officer has ended up in the hospital with a fentanyl overdose because they take heroin and then blamed it on a kid's vape pen. And then there was no uh, fentanyl or heroin or anything in the vape pen. And the media uncritically publishes it as something that happened and then has to retract it or issue a correction saying, well, uh, they ended up finding out that none of that was true. Oh, really? Great investigative work there. So that's basically what the national media, corporate media does for the CIA. Um, so here's from Jacob Lebel, the original Midwest guy. Matt and Spike. Hey, it's Lebel. Um, just wanted to take a quick opportunity to congratulate you guys on your five-year anniversary, uh, along with the rest of the muddied staff. Thank you. Um, the muddied thank staff. you guys very much. You know, you guys have staff. given me something to look forward to. For the last three or four years, every Tuesday, um, and I've I've really appreciated it. So, thanks, guys. It's uh, it's been great to get to know you guys and have a little bit of a friendship, and uh, just uh, something to take up the boredom of the day. Congratulations! Thank you. 
Jacob, we love you. I'm always happy to see you we when do. I come up to Minnesota. Have you ha, have you Jacob, met Jacob really? in person yet? No, not in person. Oh wow. Really funny story, Jacob. Um, as as you know already, uh, my stepson is also named Jacob. And I will regularly text Spike <laughs> and say, hey, can you do this for Jacob? Or tell Jacob this or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. tell Jacob or whatever. And every time he thinks I'm talking about you. So last Sunday, I, I text Spike and I said, hey, do you have time to call and tell Jacob the moth joke? Joke. He he was called me and he goes, "Why do you want me to tell Jacob LaBelle the moth joke?" I mean, I'm happy to. I <laughs> I don't mind telling Jacob the moth joke. The, fun, the, the birthday one was the funniest. <laughs> that that was funny. That was funny. That oh was yeah, funny. can you please call and wish ha- Jacob a happy birthday? So then I think I so then I, I contacted Jacob LaBelle and said happy birthday. And he's no, like, you sent you sent me a video for Jacob LaBelle. Oh yes. You asked me to make a video that like, I hey, sent Jacob, to Jacob LaBelle. Fan, and I love you, man, and I hope Dada's doing well. And I said this whole thing, and then you're like, What the hell is this? I this is for a child. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh. So Oh, trust me, you don't want the moth joke. Oh no! You don't do. want the oh, moth God. joke. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we put the kibosh on the moth joke. <laughs> I kind of told part of the moth joke earlier, but anyway. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to go all the way with it. Oh, by the way, speaking of moth joke, uh, we have a, a update here with the uh, the. Uh, we are currently still at seventy dollars high bid. By uh, Trish T something Liberty T Marie Patricia Marie uh, Patricia Marie's on Facebook now so oh okay and uh, she was on Twitch and she uh um oh they man they want the macho um so we're currently at seventy dollars but if we get this over a hundred dollars then I'll tell the macho. So this is the libertarian uh, dad. Oh, Can we make I, that two hundred? What What's that? Can we make that two hundred? Sure, two hundred. Uh, so what we have? So this is the libertarian <laughs> uh, dad bod joke. Um, the, the the libertarian dad bod calendar, and what it is. This was made uh, by the South Carolina Libertarian Party in twenty nineteen. And they first reached out to me in early 2019 to ask me to be in this calendar because I was Spike Cohen, that funny guy on Muddy Waters Media. That's how they knew me. And so it came out in September of 2019. And then three months later, I announced I was running for the VP nomination. And then four months later, five months later, I got the VP nomination and now this is even funnier. But this was originally they made a a a, 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 a a what they thought was a ridiculously large run of these to raise a few bucks for the the Libertarian Party of South Carolina. They were selling them for twenty bucks each, 
and uh and uh or 19 bucks each or something like that and they uh um and they um you know raise money for the state party well during the campaign at one point i was signing these things and selling them for a hundred bucks a piece and uh um and then we would we would work out we'd, we'd auction them off for like other people that are in this uh, in fact i can show you a couple of them a couple of the other people that were in this guy named uh cody edson uh who's a local guy joshua smith uh who is uh he was running for chair he's a he's an at-large uh rep uh me spike cohen is in it um who else uh johnny adams hosted the blast off with johnny rocket show um tyler smith who's now in arizona he's with outright libertarians uh chuck danielson um he's uh he's in louisiana um what else oh alex merced who was the vice chair at the time of the party when this came out he was actually like one of the biggest names in this at the time because he was the vice chair uh brandon wickers who's uh, chrissy wickers uh husband and he's uh, a committee central committee member of uh, libertarian party of ohio um actually vermin supreme was the biggest name in this vermin supreme who went the full monty uh for this and uh <laughs> God, I forgot. A CIA agent. CIA agent. And uh, who loves my wife, by the way. He, he, they get along very well. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, Tom Arnold as Santa Claus. As topless Santa. I just realized he's topless. As topless Santa Claus. Um, and uh, I don't want you to forget about it. Uh, $200. So, so to- What's that? Yeah, so, well, yeah 200 bucks. Someone said 200 bucks. You get Tony. Tony uh, Mackin says uh, to 100 for the moth joke. So I'll let you decide. But um. Uh. Anyway, so that's so we ended up raising. We sold all of them, and I didn't even realize I had any left. I I was uh, going through all this stuff that's been piling up over here, and and to kind of like sort it and get rid of stuff I didn't want. Found out I still have a few of these. But we raised, I think like we figured it out, we raised like $30,000 for state affiliates, local affiliates, candidates, the campaign. Like we, it became way bigger deal, um, uh, way bigger deal than it was. And the, the goal now is if you get one of these bad boys, you can go around and try to get as many of the people to sign them um, as, you, as you can. But I will start it off by signing mine. Um, but uh, Matt is saying that we have to get up to two hundred dollars for me to tell the, Matt, the the moth joke, so so my hands are tied here, breaking my balls, Matt. Um, so all right, um, where are we at now? Uh, we just oh, did Jacob. Uh, next next one is is Ro- oh yeah, Jacob. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And uh, Rob Palkovich. Here's the next one. Hey guys, this is Rob Polkovich up on the Iron Range. Just calling to tell you a happy five-year anniversary, and um, just wanted to talk to you a little about about the a couple articles I've been reading and stuff about our relations currently breaking down with Russia and blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? You know we're always at the constant threat of war and whatnot. But I was just wondering if you guys had any more insight on whatnot, what's going on with that whole situation. Uh, thank you and happy five year. Uh, thank you, well, Rob. thank you for that. Yeah, thank you, uh, Rob. Um, yeah, I mean, 
we're at a constant state of war and threat of war for the same reason we're in a constant state of crisis. If they can keep you scared, then it's easier to control you, pretty much. Um, uh, we got two more from two. It says part one and two and part two and two. So it's two of them. Magpie Libertarian. So here's the first one. Okay. Hello, this is Magpie Libertarian coming from Alaska to do this. Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call in moment. To wish you a happy fifth anniversary. I thought I'd ask you a bunch of personal questions, and figuring you'd just plead the fifth, I didn't bother. So I looked up some ideas of references to the fifth. Uh, you could p- fit in with the fifth monarchy men from the 17th century England because they were nonconformist, dissenting group of people. Um, but you weren't exactly Puritans, so it, you're definitely not the French Fifth Republic, because that's their current republic. Uh, there's no way you even come close to that. So where am I to go? And I looked in physics and said, you know what, there's a fifth force, they think, out there besides... Oh, wait. So that physics force that we're talking about... They can't explain some of these anomalous happenings out there uh, besides gravity and nuclear force and, and electromagnetic force. There's something else out there. And maybe you are that fifth force that just would allow them to explain all the things they can't explain in the world and in the universe. But I really think the answer is you are an early arrival of the fifth element that's what it is. Happy fifth anniversary and looking forward to the next five. Well, thank you, Magpie. Thank you. Um, to... And we are looking forward to talking to you on Thursday at the Muddied Zoom. Oh, that's right, because she's a subscriber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. too can become a subscriber. And you too can join the Muddied Zoom this coming Thursday and every second, second or third? Second? Second. Second, uh, second Thursday of most months, because there are some months we had to make it the third because of my travel schedule. But most months, second Thursday, uh, uh, for the muddied Zoom, where we hang out on Zoom together. Uh, and you can do that by joining Anchor, joining the muddied mudskipping militia by going to anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe, becoming a member today. Um, the fifth element. Well, we do have a pass card or bus card or what it was called. I, I am a meat popsicle. Um, I am a meat popsicle. Um, I am a meat right, popsicle. Here is, here is the next one. There's two more left. Here's one from Nullick. This one's short. Two Alaskans. Hey guys, it's the Eskimo Libertarian here, calling on this anchor call-in moment, and I just want to say, like, congrats, guys, on five years. Um, happy anniversary! And I am wondering, what is your favorite muddied waters moment? Ah. You're skipping ahead. Yeah, we're don't jump ahead in the notes, Nolik. Yeah, Nolik. We so thank. First of all, thank you, and we love you, and thank you for joining the Muddy Team. But we're about to tell you uh, after this, we're going to tell you our five top muddied moments. Um, so, uh, uh, so we're about to answer that in a major way. Here is one from Superman Sarah Andreg, whose spell check I think fixed Superfan for her. Or she's Superman, but here we go. 
Hi, you guys. It is super fan Sarah Andereg. Yeah, I just wanted to say how proud I am of you guys for getting to five years. That is such a long time. And you guys have made such an impact and affect so many people's lives and inspire them daily. So you guys, Matt, Spike, Jason, everybody on the Muddied Waters team, you guys are fantastic. But especially you, Matt, when you came into my life, I remember watching your show to support and followers and live viewers were in the single digits and you have grown so much and come so far and you inspire so many people and me every single day. I could not be more proud of you. You have strived and continue to push through even whenever you didn't feel like doing it. Um, you never gave up and that speaks volumes and is a small part of why I love you so much. Please never give up. Love you, baby. Proud of all of you guys. Oh, Bye. Thank you, Superman. Thank you, super fan Sarah Andreg. I love you very much. And uh, I definitely appreciate the amount of support and uh, uh, just never ending outpouring of love that I get from you on a daily basis. And during that, I was thinking about it. She and I have been together for 40% of Muddied Waters. Wow. Yeah. Time flies Slightly with over that, 40, huh? It re yeah, it really does. We've been together for just just over 40% of muddied waters. Wow. I know, it's wild, right? Yeah, no, I I keep thinking like that's a relatively new thing, but no, yeah, no, it's been a couple years now. Wow. So yeah, we been, are going been to been over two. No, it has. So I, I would like to say before we go any further, before we get into the top five moments, I want to take a moment to honor uh, the original co-owner of Muddy Waters Media um, who decided <laughs> to, uh, to 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 uh, leave and, and start step his away on to his. Yeah, he decided to step away, and, and, and uh, he's still a friend of both of ours. Uh, in fact, I got to see him uh, a couple months ago when I was down there in uh, in um, in, in um, Broward, um, or not Broward, um, Sarasota, Manatee? and yeah, Manatee. But what's the town I was in? Oh, uh, Bradenton. Bradenton. Yeah, I was in Bradenton, and I got to see him. Um, but he started Muddy Waters Media with uh, and Muddy Waters of Freedom with Matt back in 2016 when they started this. Uh, a man by the name of Muhammad Shaker, and uh, we uh, he is a dear friend of ours. We both love him very much. Uh, I'm very, very much. happy that Matt and Mo started this together, and uh, I was so honored when uh, when they reached out to me in 2018 to ask me to start a show, um, my fellow Americans, which uh, will be on tomorrow. And then, uh, and then a couple uh, a couple months later, they asked if I could step in for um, for Mo. Um, at, at that time, they thought temporarily, and then once I was in, they decided to to make it a permanent thing. And then Matt and I became co owners. But uh, Matt, Mo, we love you very much. Thank you so much for for being a part of this. Thank you so much for uh, you know being our friend and for uh, having part of the idea to get started with this in the first place. And we love you. And you know, this is a we could, we can't thank you enough. If you if you buy this shirt, the original logo shirt that I am wearing, you'll notice that it says MW and MS, and the MS isn't for Spike's incurable degenerative disease. 
It's for Muhammad Shaker. Well, it so, is now, but it is now. Well, now that's what the MS is for. But <laughs> but that's who. That's the MS on the original logo is Muhammad Shaker. Was Muhammad and, um, Shaker, and then it got replaced was Muhammad with Shaker. Sclerosis. Right. <laughs> but no matter what. Um, I would not like I I would not be exaggerating even slightly if I were to say without Muhammad muddied waters would not exist yeah, uh, because I had zero interest in doing this. <laughs> That's what I was trying to kindly say before <laughs> that it was Mo that pushed this along and was like we should do this and Matt's like okay and now look now it's a whole thing we have sponsors and everything it's incredible. So with $200. Yeah. Patricia Marie. Yes. For $200, you will get the dad bod calendar. You will get, everybody will get to hear the moth joke and I will literally give you the shirt off of my back. Yes. So the shirt, the dad bod calendar, and I will tell you the moth joke for 200 bucks. I'll even, I'll autograph it right here on the air whilst wearing it. Wow. That's, gonna be a weird so the uh while uh patricia does some financial planning to figure out if she's gonna do that uh we're gonna now do the top five moments and i just realized is this are we doing five four three two one i just put them in there it it, pick whatever one you want and we can just talk about them i gotta look at them real quick to decide what i want to because uh, I was just going, I, I think I went back chronologically and made okay, the graphics I I the or one, two, video. Three, four, five. What's that? I just went back chronologically. So I think it's like the most recent one was one and then two and then three and four. Five. Okay. I think. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do it. We'll do it. One, two, three, four, five. Um, so here is the top. Uh, five moments. Uh, number five is uh, episode 165, The Veepening, which happened last uh, October. It's... Yes. That was a debate, debate Amageddon 2, The Veepening. Yes. The Veepening. Um, and this was the highest rated episode we have ever done. More people and have what? watched that than any episode ever. Yeah, over over a quarter of a million just on Facebook watched it. I think combined with everything, we had close to half a million people that watched uh, that episode of The Veepening um, and many more who listened to it on podcasts. Yeah, it's, it's well over 500,000 once you factor in the podcast um, listens. Yeah. Um, and that was just, I remember at the time it was just nuts and the, the donations that were coming in and everything was just incredible. Um and it was a good debate. And we, we got to meet uh, Matt uh, or Mike Pence's fly. So, yes, that was with the fly, Janice. Um, and so, all right. So here's number four uh, is uh, episode 167, which I guess, yeah, it was just it was this episode right after that. Amy Comey Barrett, hashtag Amy Comey Barrett, which is the first episode that Matt and I did in person in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, uh, that was that was the first time we met in person. Oh, no, it wasn't. We met no, no, in no, South no. Carolina. Yeah, we met in South right, Carolina. We, right. You picked me up from the airport, and we ran yes. to, 
we ran toward each other in slow motion, confusing the hell out of everybody in the airport. Um, Well, yeah, because we were, everyone else was still in normal motion. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So we uh, did a show together in Orlando, Florida. You had an event. Um, You called me up on stage and you said, is there anything you want to say? And I said, (laughs) one letter. And then you pulled the mic away. Um, And yes, because because we had never done a show together, we didn't have uh, an overlay. So we just used our old overlay and there were scenes where we'd just be staring. Yeah, we'd be looking at each other across the the overlay bar. Yeah, that was one of that was one of the most fun episodes we've ever had. We also did a live audience on that one. Yeah, we had a, so we had a live audience of the the uh, of uh, Jim Turney, the guy who let us use the studio, uh, and also he's an yep. elected official, a libertarian elected official in Altamont Springs, uh, Florida, uh, and um, uh, LaQuinn, my friend and body man, uh, Sarah Anderegg, your your girlfriend and super fan, um, uh, some some other people that were there as well. That some I think the, uh, the Dan that, Dan Smots, Dan Smots was there. He was the videographer for the campaign. Um, or yeah, for my Dan part, Smots was there. For the tour. Dan, Dan Klein, Dan Klein, Dan uh, yeah, who yeah. he owns a Siesta Cava. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we had a few yeah, people there, there. And, and it was one of the most fun episodes we've ever had. And yeah, we just went and used the same overlay that we're using right now, but we just sat in between so that you know yeah. it looked like we were separated, but we weren't. So occasionally we would like do this and like put our hands together. <laughs> but uh yeah we did that that here we realized our hands are freakishly the exact same size yeah that was weird they're like literally yeah it's like there's no variation that was weird so all right so yeah that's that was bizarre that was weird so then the third one these hands are uh, yes and 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 embarrassed uh, Sarah quite a bit with the hand holding especially oh Uh, the third one was uh, episode 146, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Uh, this was the episode where I got to announce uh, to everyone, and you could see how tired I was from having gone through that process, to announce to everyone that I had just gotten the nomination for uh, vice president. There I am holding the yep. Chris Reynolds. Uh, I need to find that. Where is that? I have no idea. It, I mean, it's somewhere here. I know it's somewhere here. I wouldn't have thrown that away. But... Uh, where we we publicly let everyone know that we uh, that that I had gotten the the nomination for VP, um, I don't I, I'm going to be honest, Matt. I don't even remember this episode. I was so <laughs> overwhelmed. I don't during that time. I don't either. I so I watched a little bit of it today when I was making these graphics, and. Um, we had audio issues, which, you know, that's par for the course. Yes. And, uh, right. Yeah. We had audio issues and then I got to this scene and I had you, me and Chris's face in it. And I said, all right, that's, that's good. Um, but yeah, the full title of that is the good, the bad and the ugly, not necessarily in that order. And, uh, I remember it being a very fun episode, but it was, it was also the episode where roles really started to switch. And uh, instead oh, of you yeah. being the out- outlandish one, you had to suddenly watch what you were saying. And I didn't. 
Yes. So instead of me playing the straight man, you were playing the straight man. And I was the crazy one that would just say whatever came into, uh, came into his brain. Especially about Joe. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't yes. sign an NDA. No, you didn't. Well, I didn't either, but I mean, it was just like, I mean, I did agree to run with this person. Um, so here is the uh, number two is, oh, number two. Claire, Claire, Un- Claire Underwood wants to know what size shoe you wear. Uh, why? Why? This is, I wear between, a, a, it depends on the brand, but anywhere between like a nine and a half and a ten and a half. Depending yeah, Claire, our feet are brand. about the same. Yeah, our feet are the same size too, Claire. We're basically like the same exact size. <laughs> yeah, we are exactly the same size. Yeah, it's it's. So the the second one, I'm just gonna play it. It it answers itself. The second the second best moment of Muddy Waters ever. Nipples. Women's nipples. Women's nipples. 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 This is where ASMR started. Nipples. Yes. Nipples. Nipples. Nipple sounds. Various nipple sounds. Nipple sound. Nipples. Nipples. Yeah. So there actually ASMR didn't exist before this. People think it was Bob Ross. It was actually this. <laughs> That started ASMR. Our nipples. Nipples. Of our nipples. Of our nipples. 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 Show our nip nipples. She's nipples. Nipple. The nipple. Cone shaped nipple. Oh man. Nipples. The nipples. Hashtag grow the nipple. Grow the nipples. Female nipple. The female nipple. The female nipple. Your nipples with a male nipple. Male nipples. You nipples. Nipple. Of a male nipple. Of a male's nipples. Nipples. Female nipples. Female nipples. Male nipples. Nipples, famous nipple. Nipple. I or two nipples, both nipples. Nipples, nipples, nipples. Nipple. Very pink nipples. Those are those, Matt Wright's nipples. Those are Matt Wright's nipples. What was that episode even called? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea what that was called. Um, I do. I know what that story was in reference to. Yes. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, it was the... the I remember what the story was... The people were, they went out and they were holding celebrities' nipples, like oversized celebrities' nipples, because nipples were getting people banned. And then we were saying that uh, some artist had figured out a workaround where he had photoshopped male nipples over female nipples. And he was like, no, no, those are male nipples. You can see that it's, and that that was his workaround. Um, So there would be like talkless women, but they'd be wearing pasties but the pictures are of nipples, but they're men's nipples. Like, this isn't my but nipple. This men's is nipples. Brad Pitt's nipple, and it's okay. Right. It was like a famous right. uh, nipple. Um, I don't know if, uh, yeah, uh, uh, so, okay, I, I, I was looking to see if Patricia had decided on the on the thing, but she hasn't yet. Um, and then the number one, the probably, and as soon as Matt brought this up, I thought, you know what, this probably is the greatest moment, because it was, it, it, it was it, the moment. This is when the I'm greatest right, moment. This is the greatest moment in Muddy Waters history, and this was episode 90, the State of the Union special. And I'm going to let you explain what what happened here. Uh, Episode 90, that's the one that was demonetized. (laughs) The greatest moment 
<laughs> in muddied waters history. Yeah. So we did a State of the Union special, um, and this was the first time we attempted this. Um, there have been five times that I remember being nervous doing this show, doing this program. Um, And that's anything on muddied waters, no matter which show, no matter, you know, what day, anything like that. There've been five times I was nervous and that was episode one. I was very nervous. Um, Episode one, uh, the episode where, the episode before the Veepening, so Debate Mageddon, which was yeah, the dumpster was, fire, was, yeah. uh, which was the dumpster fire that uh, was the first presidential debate. And the reason I was nervous during that one uh, is because that was the first time that I was streaming a show that was had over 1,500 people watching it on Facebook alone. And I could feel it all up in like every aspect of my guts. And I was very worried I was going to vomit during that show. Um, And then there were a couple others throughout when I had like guests that I was excited about. First time I had Andrew Heaton on, I was nervous because I really liked that guy. Um, And uh, the first, well, the only time when I had Nick Vesser on, Nicholas Vesser. Uh, I was nervous because I look up to him a lot and I respect him and I did not want to do a bad show that day. Um, So those were the four times I was nervous. This episode, we decided we were going to do it. We'd never tried anything like it. Spike was like, yeah, I think we can do it. And we were streaming it out uh, to everywhere. I think this was our first episode on Float as well. Um, yes, and... this was our first episode on, on float and we were, uh, we were testing the ability to, and we do this now a lot. It's funny, but we testing the ability to stream a, uh, uh, something from YouTube, uh, that was, yep. which was the live state of the union and live react to it as we were going. And we, there's no real way to practice for that. You just do it. And so we do were it. actually, and it was working. It was actually working. And at one point, this is actually, this photo is taken shortly after this moment happened. Um, you can see, if you if you go back and you watch episode 90, you can see that right before this photo, Spike reaches down and he picks up his phone and he types. And you see me look down at my phone or at my computer screen or my iPad, I don't remember. And... Uh, I see what he had because he, he had texted me and he said, we have 42 people or 40 people watching us right now. And at this point, that was the most viewers we had ever had at one time. And, and not even close. We'd never had anywhere near that before. Not even close. And I was so nervous that like my hands are up like this, which you'll see me do it a lot. Um, but the reason they were in this episode was because they were shaking because I did not want to make a mistake in front of that many people. Um, it's true. That's why I was doing it there. I remember that because I was like, oh my God, like we have that many people watching us right now. And, and to put and, that in perspective, no, go ahead. And when we did uh, the Veepening 2, which I think we had uh, like 2,000 people watching us at some point. 
2,500 people watching us at some point. Um, it was, it was insane. Uh, I did not, I was nervous, but I did not feel as nervous as I did at that 42. Not even that 42 was a mountain. I never thought we were going to hit. Yep. I, it was a moment that made me realize that yes, we are, we are good and we can build this audience and we can make this into something special and we can continue to spread the message of Liberty to so many people. And it was all hitting me so fast on a night that I got to do more Trump impressions than I did any other night. Yes. And what was crazy was, so to put it in perspective, I'm texting him saying, we've got 42 total people watching us. Now, to put that in perspective, right now, we have about, on all different social media platforms, we've got around 80 people watching us right now, which is about our average for a, a Tuesday night show, that, uh, you know, give or take. It, it can be, uh, it's been, this year, it's been anywhere, I think, in the high end, close to 200, and on the low end, close to, to 50 or 60. Um, uh, so this is about, you know, about that 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 level. And it's roughly double what had us freaking out, uh, you know, on a special that we had been promoting for like a week. And yeah, it was in that moment that we were saying, because up until this, it was a fun thing that we did and a few friends watched it and it didn't really have an audience per se. And it was just mostly us having fun with our with our friends and maybe one or two random people that would come along. And I remember thinking it was in that moment that we both said, like, we're doing a thing. And we still say that to this day, different things. Will, we'll hit different benchmarks and be like, we're still doing a thing. But it was like, wow, this is an actual, this isn't like Muddy Waters Media. Like, it's actually a thing that we're doing and it's actually being impactful. And that was that was right. awesome. Um, and that, yeah, it probably was, the greatest moment right there. That was, that was in my mind, that was the greatest moment. And getting that text message live while we're, while we're doing this uh, was the greatest moment because we had reached a level I didn't think we would hit. Like, I, I never thought we would hit it. And then we did. And that, yeah. like, we hit it. And then since then, it has just been growth and growth and growth and growth. And uh, it, like, over five years, you're going to have ups, you're going to have downs. Uh, you're going to have ups, you're going to have downs. And there have been times that both of us were like, should we even continue? Is this something that you still want to do? Yeah. Um, South Carolina actually uh, saved that. In, in a major way, yeah. yeah. yeah in a major way. Definitely. Yeah, South Carolina, say us doing the South Carolina, well, us not doing the South Carolina convention um ended up saving muddied waters uh and because of that jason lyon will always have a well for that and many other reasons jason lyon will always have a special place in our hearts and will always have a place here at muddied waters um absolutely yep yeah and as people have learned about muddied waters as they've learned about spike and as they've learned about me and as they've started coming and watching and being a part of something that started off just two idiots sitting in an office, talking to a computer with no mic, 
with no mic, no camera, just two morons talking to this computer that I still use today. Not for in two more weeks, I'm getting a new one though. Um, <laughs> but we, it started out, it's just so small and so humble. And what I said then, I meant, I said, if this is something that we are going to do, we need to treat it like a job. We need to treat it like uh, a career. We need to make sure that this is something that we want to do for a long period of time. Uh, and we want to make money at it. And we want to uh, spread the word of liberty doing this. And exactly, we break even most months, which is good. Um, <laughs> we break even most months. Um, and that's awesome. Like for the amount of work that we put into this, both of us, Spike, arguably, well, no, I'm not even going to say that. Spike does a lot of work spreading liberty. Uh, but you do the bulk like might, of the muddied waters work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but the amount of work that both of us put into spreading liberty and making muddied waters what it is, um, is completely worth it no matter how much money we're making. And as long as the message is getting out there and as long as people uh, continue to see that, you know, we are doing this because it is our passion. This is what we believe in. We, we aren't doing this. We aren't doing this to get to the next level. I, I don't ever want to run for office ever. I really, really like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like this if we can make this grow and if we can find other people who really like this and bring them into the fold and end up making something greater, something bigger, something more wonderful uh, that will spread Liberty to so many more people across the globe, I will be ecstatic. Cause that is what I want. I, I was on um, fight for Liberty the other night, last Wednesday with David fight. Mm -hmm. And he said, what is your long-term goal? And I said, my pie in the sky goal is I want, a muddied waters app that will have the archives of everything and 24 hours a day, or at least from uh, 8 a.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern yep. live programming that is going on. That is what I want. That is the goal that we have here at muddied waters. Yep. Um, yep. This is what we want. We want you to be able to just open your phone and watch programming from muddied waters 14 hours a day live at least um and yes. then have the archives of everything behind it so you can watch 24 hours a day no matter where you are you can have it right there on your phone yep absolutely and to put that in perspective when we did this we had two shows three. so oh uh, was this I, I thought this was when you would put a hiatus on the writer's block no the writer's block was still happening at Oh, okay. All Was right. It? So now we have. Yeah, because you hadn't been nominated. You hadn't been nominated yet. We were still doing. Oh, that. that's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we had three shows. Now we have six, including the Muddy Zoom, and we're still growing. We have other things that are in the works that that are being worked on right now. So we're well on our way to you know having multiple multiple shows on on multiple yeah. days. So um, a quick update on the bidding. Sheila Foster is now the high bidder with a hundred dollars. Um, but if someone bids 200 or more, not only do they get this, but they also get Matt's shirt off his back. And I will close this episode by telling the moth joke.
the monster. Which will give me a chance to pee, which would be great. Which will give everyone a chance to use the bathroom because it's quite a joke. Um, one hundred and one dollars. We're not doing this ninety nine. No, no, it's got to be it's got to yeah. be five dollar increments or more. Yeah, five dollar increments or more, or up to two hundred bucks or more. We can do more than two hundred. Um, and uh, you get the moth joke and the and the shirt. So um, right now we're at and, and we're at and the calendar, and and the count. Yeah, you get the calendar and the shirt and the moth joke for two hundred. Or uh, right now Sheila's at at one hundred, and like I said, we're doing. We're, Sheila said 200. All right, we are at 200. So right. we are going I will literally to... sign this right now. We're we're at 200. So uh I we're guess we'll, we'll 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 give people a chance to do Well, don't put her name yet. We're going to give a chance to I'm just to I'm it. just signing my name. Oh, okay. Um All right. So uh everyone knows this is 200 is the current Ooh. bid. If anyone makes wants to make a bid for 200, I'll give you a couple of seconds to do it. Uh, yes, the shirt Autograph doesn't right there. Matt's Mux. Matt's Mux. It does. It does. If you the Matt the dotted do eye is actually right where the nipple is too. So wow, that's so. Uh, we are at two hundred and two hundred dollars going once. Two. Oh. We're at 205. We're at 205. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. So how about this? We're over 200. Okay. You tell the moth joke. They have until the end of the moth joke to put in final bids. Oh, I like it. All right, so I'm going to start telling the moth joke. And I'm going to pee. And, and you don't know when it ends. You're not, you don't know when the moth joke ends. So you need to put in your highest bid that you can because the moth joke, it could end at any time. So a moth goes into a doctor's office. The doctor comes out and says, Hi, moth. How are you doing? How, how's it going? How can I help you? And the moth says, Doc, I'm not doing good. I'm not doing good, Doc. I my life's rough, man. I uh, my boss at work, Grigory Vitalinovich, he's a tyrant. He's a terrible boss. He's so terrible to me and all the other workers, but especially to me. I don't know what it is about me, but he hates me. And he everything that he can possibly put on me, he does. He's as cruel as any any man I've ever met. I don't even know half the time what I'm doing. I don't even think Grigory Vitalinovich knows what he's doing. But he does it all the same. And, and it causes me in tremendous suffering. And I, I go home. And that's, that's just the beginning, Doc. Because you see, I no longer love my wife. My wife is, a, she's a, 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 I, I look in her eyes and I see the woman that I once loved. And all I see now is, is a contempt and resentment, years lost in misery, wallowing in my own sorrow. But that's just the, Doc, that's just the beginning. It, if it were only that, Doc, I wouldn't have even been telling you any of this. But Doc... 
it's so much worse because my daughter, Katarina Balasquashkowicz, she's she died back during the, the great cold. She died, as many of us did. And I miss her every day. She was my little girl, and I miss her every day. I cry out when I first wake up, Catalina Maskovalinovich. I say to myself, before realizing that she's in fact gone. And Doc, here's the hardest pill of all to swallow, Doc. My, my son, little Anatoly Sklachkowinovich, I no longer love him. Doc, when I look at Anatoly, I see the same, when I look in his face, I see the same cowardice that I see every day when I wake up and look in the mirror at my own face, my own moth face. Doc, I'll tell you, I live in a type of sadness and solitude that I, I can't even describe. Many people think that everything, I've got it together. I've got what seems like a decent job, a wife and a son, job security. I'm a moth. And yet, Doc, they don't know that every waking moment of my life and every lucent dreaming moment as well is nothing but sadness, misery, and sorrow cowardice because if i weren't such a coward i would reach over to that revolver that sits on my dresser next to my bed at night and end it all for good but i can't even do that doc because i'm such a coward i'm such a a failure a miserable person i can't even live with myself but i can't die either doc i'm not doing good and the doc says, well, Moth, you seem very troubled. You have, you have big problems, but I don't know how I can help you. I'm a podiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. What, what, why did you come here? And the Moth said, oh, the light was on, so I came in. So the high bid is $225. To Sheila Foster, Sheila, you are the proud owner of the uh, Libertarian Dad Bod calendar, which I will send to you. The uh, uh, shirt, the shirt, <laughs> which I will um, send to you, which uh, Matt will send to you, uh, and as well as I just told the moth joke. So you're welcome. All of you are welcome. We are now celebrating our sixth anniversary. That's how long that joke was. Um, so. Uh, folks, thank you so much for joining us on this fifth anniversary episode. It was fantastic. It was everything we could have hoped for it to be, and it's only going to get better. We're only getting started. And with that in mind, 
Join us tomorrow night right here on Muddy Waters Media for my show, My Fellow Americans, where I will be interviewing Eliza Blue. She is a sex trafficking survivor and an advocate for the rights of survivors of sex trafficking. Uh, She's also a sex worker advocate, and uh, we're going to be talking about... Uh, about those issues and and the the confluence and conflation between the two and the differences and how we can work together. Go ahead. I just want to say, Sheila Foster is a saint. Yes. She just said that she will send the money and we can send the calendar and shirt to Patricia Marie. Wow. That's incredible, Sheila. Sheila... You are you are an inspiration to you are incredible. Thank you. So many people. You you are incredible. Thank you for everything that you do and everything that you are. Thank you, Sheila. We love you. And thank you so much. And I know Patricia will greatly appreciate that. And of course, uh, Derek Ambrose had offered two hundred and five dollars for me to stop the moth joke. Um, which technically and I you did. did. So now you owe you I did. did. So I now did you owe us two Not when you wanted me to. So now you owe us 205. Um, no, but seriously, thank you, Sheila. Uh, and congratulations on Patricia. We will be sending that along to you. Um, so uh, we, uh, so uh, Eliza Blue will be my guest uh, tomorrow night. And then on Thursday, uh, we are skipping a week of the writer's block, which is Matt's show, because next Thursday we are doing our monthly installment of The Muddied Zoom, where you can join us all of us, you can join uh, me and Matt and Jason Lyon and the rest of the Muddy Waters Media crew will be hanging out on a Zoom call with all of these subscribers. And I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, subscribers? Where do I subscribe? Well, friend, you can go to anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters slash subscribe and become a subscriber today. Uh, and you get access to many different things, including the Muddy Zoom uh, once a month. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, join uh, Noel and Nellick for Cajun and Eskimo from Bayou to Igloo. Is that, are we skipping? We're not doing that on Friday? That's not. Somebody got themselves banned from Facebook. Oh, yeah. I think, I'm not 100, like, I, I guess he can't go. I don't know what's going to happen. If, if you tune in Friday night and uh, Cajun and Eskimo from Bayou Stagloos is not on Muddied Waters on Facebook, check YouTube, check, uh, check. Actually, if he's going into it from our account. If he's using StreamYard and then going on Restream, then he should be okay. We he may or may okay. not be having an episode of either Cajun and Eskimo from uh, Noel and Nullick on Cajun and Eskimo from Bayou to Igloo, or we might be having an episode of Nullick and Nullick with Eskimo on Eskimo from Igloo to yet another Igloo. On 9.30 Eastern on Friday, um, and then join us right back here on Monday for uh, the Muddy Waters of Freedom, where Matt Wright and I parse through the week's event. No, on Monday, what a cut. On Monday, uh, we're doing a, uh, an episode of uh, Jason Lyon's show, Mr. Mirica, The Bearded Truth. Uh, Jason nope. will be uh, interviewing his guest. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. Nope. On Monday, we there is no Mr. America, The Bearded Truth. There is a Liberty Roundtable. Oh, we're doing a Liberty Roundtable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Liberty Roundtable at 7 Eastern uh, on Monday. <laughs> Featuring Sean Hickman. And his guests for that episode of Liberty Roundtable. Yes. 
Yes. Then, I know I got this right. Then on Tuesday, join us right back here. Same money place, same money time for another fantastic episode of uh, the Muddy Waters of Freedom where Matt Wright and I parse through the week's events like the chipper little middle-aged men we are. We will be celebrating our 50th plus or our fifth anniversary plus one episode anniversary. So join us right then. Matt, if someone were to find us, stop saying Usyk. No. Matt, if someone were to look for us on the internet, on the Usyk free internet, is that even possible now? So how does it work? <laughs> is that new in Web3? Because I'm certain you can find that on whatever web we're on. Yeah, it's Web 3.0 is Usyk free. That's That's been the, the modification to Section 230 is that it doesn't cover Usyk's anymore. Right, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can find us on the internet. All one would have to do. is head on over to anchor.fm slash muddied waters. Why is this not coming up? There we go. Hey. Hey. (laughs) That happens with age. Yes. (laughs) This isn't I'm borrowing this one. I got this from... That also happens with age. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know... (laughs) slash muddied waters and you can do wonderful things like leave us messages yes you can also subscribe or that's right oh oh, yeah okay (laughs) and if you subscribe you get access to wonderful wonderful things like the muddied zoom Exclusive yes. content, ten percent off at the Muddied Waters store. Oh, and also all subscribers. You also oh you also get video on Spotify, but all subscribers right now get twenty yes. percent off at Defy the Power. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, so Defy the Power twenty percent off. Twenty percent off if you are a subscriber. Yeah give you an exclusive code that you will give you an exclusive code but only if you're a subscriber but you have to be a subscriber but you can also leave messages you can leave messages and you don't have to subscribe to leave messages but you do have to subscribe to see video on spotify and tub for tub for jacks just just tuned in he's a pastor and he's now feels guilty for watching this so, Tub, if it makes you feel any better, this segment just helps to prove that I'm right and you're wrong. Thank you. Um, yes. Or you can find us on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Yes. Or you can find this in every other episode at muddiedwatersfreedom.com. It's, it's, so you can still go to muddiedwatersmedia.com. Yeah, you can still go to muddiedwatersmedia.com. It's all the slash whatevers don't work right now. But anyway... So, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Thank you for an amazing five years. Here's to 500 more years. 5,000 million more years. That's a billion, five billion years. But so many more years. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. We are just getting started. And where we're going, 
we don't need roads. 